Like, Welcome back. So I had to dip earlier, but you know, oh, dinner no and stuff. There's now there's now three Maywalls uh, in this chat. <laughs> somehow. Um, we're still somehow, waiting on, uh, on Musa. We are going to get a Musa yeah. in here so he can defend yeah, himself against everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I, war I gave him a warning. Everyone's anxiously waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he'll be able to defend himself a, a little so bit. So has everyone said Musa's a problem? Not, yeah, not yeah, everyone. So so the well, we hate Musa and uh, nobody is talking about Meva. Wink, wink, knock, knock. <laughs> I said I yeah, defended Maywell. That's the way we I actually have a lot of preamble before all our damage. It's not that bad. We, there has been a lot of people who said... Carl, uh, Carl's here. If you're getting killed, it's your fault. Yeah, there's been a lot of people who said uh, uh, Musa, but there hasn't been... There's been... not. It's not 100%. It's not unanimous. There actually has been a few people who said uh, DK. And a few people yeah. who said Suck Zerker is kind of crazy. So. Ninja. Well, I'm, I'm actually... Let's actually... <laughs> while we have a minute to breathe here before we, we, we introduce Carcel... Uh, let's kind of go down the list real quick. What is what is the biggest like problem right now in terms of like the class that is like causing the biggest balance issue? Let's just go down the list. Basque, what is it? Okay. Uh, way too much damage immediately. Which, and protect yeah, damage. Well, and it's which, and it's an AOA. Idea, which class? Which class? Which class? Musa. Though? Okay. <laughs> Musa. Divius. <laughs> Divius. Wait, should I should I drag okay, him down? Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I want to I want to get everybody's opinion before. Okay, you, okay. Divio, Divio said Musa. Lida, Musa, uh, Katsuru. Katsuru. <laughs> you already know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Blader haters, Larry. Oh, so Larry, Musa. Which one? Musa, Ming. Musa, because I've been strictly doing large scale and it's a pain in the ass. Mm. Like, actually, Nayashi. Nayashi. Uh, well, I haven't done any large scale recently, and I've been mostly grinding to get my gear caught up. To be fair, so honestly, I haven't really done a whole bunch of PvP. Right. So Sa um, Sakuno for you? Abstaining, abstaining. Sakuno, Sakuno <laughs> is my right. problem right now. No, abstaining, abstaining. True. No, fuck Sakuno. Fuck that class. <laughs> <laughs> Nusar. Musa. Oh, Raiden. Sakuno. You, you know what's so funny? Oh, but that is actually. Before you get if to you the ever rock, fought one yeah. in AOA, you just you can't see it. Yeah, no, it's, it's busted yeah. as fuck. It's and, crazy. And all my teammates will just end up dying one by one, and I'm just left alone to one for one Akuna. So, <laughs> Reezy? Oh, yeah, can I can I quickly follow yeah, up though? Yeah, go ahead. Why I said Musa. So me saying Musa is not specifically against Archer. It's against everyone else in my guild that has to deal with it. As right. an Archer, Musa's a free. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Reezy? <laughs> everyone play. Uh, it's a protected damage meta, and Musa deals the most protected damage. Musa. Musa. Rez? Uh, Musa, obviously. Um, but Suckzerker, pretty close second to me. That class is just insane in Node Wars. I want to see Musa's do well for a long time. Sunny? First off, I do yeah. want to say... Um, yeah. Whenever we're talking about reworks and all that, right. uh, it very, very quickly turns into like, oh, what's OP and all that. But I, I think that it's better and more fun than now than it was before the reboot. Okay, Agreed. that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I like yeah. it's, it's more fun, man, doing the PvP and and like 100%. honestly, me playing a, a warrior like Musas are strong and everything, but I fucking hate the ninjas, dude. Yeah, yeah, you hate the ninja. I, <laughs> wait till you meet Kunos. Uh, yellow? 
the, the one uh, it's, it's probably the same reason as a Nusar, where the boost is not really a problem for me, but it's a problem for the, the gearlet low DP players in our guild on <laughs> a super large scale. Not even gearlet. Uh, that's me, I like, gearlet. Hello. Uh, right. I actually agree yeah, with that. It just, I personally don't get bothered by Musa either. I don't really get bothered by Musa. It's just I hear like, oh my god, yellow, can you can you go grab this Musa, please? That's that's what I hear like all the time. So <laughs> So out of the out of the yeah, 14, gotta go clean up the boosters. <laughs> out of the I believe fourteen people in this voice chat, ten of them said Musa is the biggest problem. Say eighty percent. Oh, uh, allow many? allow me to pull down and introduce Carstels. Hello, Carstels. Hello, Fred. Hey, how's it going? What's going uh, on? So we just we just went down the list. I'm just gonna be 100 percent upfront with you. We just went down the list. Out of the 14 people in this voice chat, 10 of them said Musa are the biggest problem in the game right now. Thoughts? <laughs> uh, I probably agree with you. I've had pretty much the same stance, even though I played the class. <laughs> so yeah, I want to defend Carcel because and, and like the males know this too because the same thing was happening with them. But 95 percent of the Musas that exist were complaining about the reworks leading up to it saying that everything they got was worse nothing was good a lot of these are nerfs the damage isn't actually good and Carstel was like this is kind of fun I don't know what they're talking about so <laughs> how has the reworks been for you now that it's come to live server has it been as fun as you thought it was going to be yeah so I talked to you before but even before we got the reworks um I had like a video I made on my YouTube where I was talking about things I wanted to see on the class and most of that stuff ended up happening. And so I was really uh, excited about it when we actually got this stuff and I tried it on GLab. It was pretty good. Um, and even though a lot of the stuff got nerfed, like a lot of the crazy stuff, like um, the Perma SA Chase, I thought that was wild right off the bat. I don't know why they ever thought of doing that. But that ended up getting released, uh, removed before it went live. That and then I think the 20 AP Shout got removed from mm. our Shift Q. But everything else was still just like just the same kit, but more improved, right? So I don't know. I've had fun with it. I really like the projection changes, the projection uh, little waves that come out of a lot of our kit, a lot of our super armors. It's really good. The PVEs better, the damage is better, the CCs are better, the AOEs better. It's just I don't know. I'm having a good time, and I'm like top frag in every war, getting more money in PVE. It's it's fun. It's a fun class. So I just want to clarify something. This is the nerfed version. Yeah, uh, this is the watered down version of what it probably would have been. Huh? Fiery Crevice was nerfed like a lot. So on G Live before it came live, it had a hundred percent crit, and I believe um, it had more hits, and more damage. <laughs> the, yeah, it was everything. It, it, was, uh... it, it, it got nerfed by like thirty-five percent. Is the yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we also would have had an upkeepable twenty AP buff, so people would just be pressing Shift Q all the time to keep up a twenty AP buff. So. Um, it would have been a lot stronger. Everything would have hit a lot harder. Yeah, a really good friend of mine is uh, a long-time Musa man named Quad, or I guess he has a YouTube channel named mm -hmm. Lovexis, yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, uh, I fought about every single iteration of Musa on labs for like an hour each, and uh, whenever he popped that 20 AP shout, I would kite the entire arena, because anything I got hit with would delete me and my block. <laughs> like, to his yeah, I believe it. I was... um. I was fighting with him and like Sly Nations and some other guys on GLab, and it was crazy. I mean, the fight went from like being on a class would where it like almost always had was like a poke kind of class. Like I had to fish for CCs, like stub arrows, forward blind thrust, dragon bites, to just going to be able to like 
staying awake now and just press like fire crevice below the belt, one step back off cooldown, and then just you kill were a players. Boy, in two and hits. then you became a Chad. Yeah. Like the play style completely changed. Um, as you can see, like there's really no one. I'm sure you guys have been notoring sieging. There's not many boosts you see doing that. They just staying awake and throw the same four skills off cooldown. And it works yeah. really well. So Fiery Crevice, BTB, and then if they're not dead already. Dash out and wait. Yeah. yeah. To be back up. Yeah, I, I was kind of a little bit more with Sunny, and like I, I was more reserved on it. I, at first, I was like, hey, I don't know if it's that bad. It, it It's a lot of damage, but it kind of is designed that way. And then I ran into uh, Liquid, or um, Crown Chest, some Crown people chest, know him yeah. as, and I was like, yeah, no, this is probably not okay. Yeah, fighting Cho on a Node War, when they have like six mooses that are all hardcapped running around chasing you, it's not fun a lot. I I try to grab someone. I see five boosters behind me about to spin. Like or not like do a straight uh, side shape thing and just one shot me instantly. Yeah. yeah. So Carstels, I think hating mooses. We were kind of doing it for quite a bit, uh, especially at the beginning of the show. But one of the things we were talking about is why is it as oppressive as it is some people were kind of throwing out some some different theories and some ideas as to like what is making it as powerful as it is because not everybody is in agreement that it, it's just the raw damage of it there there was kind of some varying ideas of what's making it as powerful as it is mm -hmm. obviously the damage is a part of it but like what what is what are your thoughts is it just the raw um, damage or like what is it this is what i've always said about the class um what's going on right now most reminds me of uh how the class performed back in the Renown days. I'm sure some of you played back then. But there was actually a lot of Mooses back when Renown first came out. And that's when um, that's when I started seeing people like actually top on the class a lot. And it's because the class became, in my opinion, I think when it is strong, it's probably the easiest class in the game to pick up and learn for large-scale PvP. Um, you know, I have people in my own guild that picked up the class and within two hours, they knew everything they pretty much needed to know to go get like Stormtrooper in a Siege with how the class performs right now. The movement speed buff on the uh, e-buff is pretty strong. It's like having a speed spell all the time that you would get from a caster. Uh, the class scales like tremendously with attack speed and cast speed. It allows you to use a lot of unsafe skills almost instantly that become unpunishable when you have a lot of attack speed. So when you can get buffs in a ball, it's really strong. Chase is obviously faster now. Um, you have the slow changes we got. I believe like slows are capped at like 50% or something now, right? Yeah. Um, that's something the class suffered from when you could like bog it down with like blizzards and everything else on top of that. But I, I think mainly it is just damage though. Because mm -hmm. when the class doesn't do damage, it doesn't really do anything else. Like it doesn't really offer anything else that any other class um, can't probably do better. That's usually what happens. Yeah. Like the class does damage, people play it. The class doesn't do damage. Everyone goes and plays something else. Yeah. Well, we... I also mentioned the renown days when it came to Musa, but earlier. While we have uh, Sunny here, I'd like to ask so the block break stuff on Musa and Maywa both got some block break stuff, right? Yeah. How yeah. is that yeah. affecting Warrior? And how is that affecting as well, like Valk? Um, it's not as much as Corsair. Is it noticeable? Is it a problem? Is it whatever? 
like what's going on there with warriors and valves. Oh yeah, so like that, there's two things, and um, so when you're talking about the block break, you're talking about the increased damage to blocks that moves on Maver got right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, I have no fucking clue when they're using that. They just blow through my block anyway, so... Like, it doesn't last. <laughs> like, it might, as, it might as well not be there. The damage is so high to begin with. Like, who cares about doing extra damage to block? It's gone one ability regardless. Um, no, no, the, the issue with, I think, everyone agree. Maybe there's some people that don't agree with this. I've, I just haven't heard it. The block debuff. So when you break the block, you get that five-second debuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's dog shit needs to go. Yeah, yeah well, that's, that's not a Musa Mewa thing, right? That's just... No, 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 that's, that's what I'm just, saying. That's why yeah. I was, like, yeah. confused. Yeah. Because the increased damage is Musa Mewa specific. And that's irrelevant because there's so much damage already. So who cares? Uh, but then there's the, the global uh, block debuff. When everyone anyone loses the block, they get a five-second debuff where they cannot recharge. Basically, the, the Sock Corsair debuff thingy. And that's horrible. It breaks the class. It breaks other classes as well. Uh, it hurts uh, the wrong classes, etc., etc. It's a terrible uh, mechanic, and it should go. Yeah. Larry, Raiden, you guys feel similar? I assume. I'm okay I mean, with the block debuff because we have enough, we have our own heals, and they're super armor, and we can rotate super armor for long enough and stay alive to where it just runs out and you recharge your block. So, I, I think it's our, hurting uh, other classes than it was supposed to as well. Like it's not just. Like if it was meant to hurt Valk, it didn't. I don't think like the, over shield, other the shield block classes I don't think are affected as much as other other people's block because I, yeah, I think yeah, our blocks exactly. are more durable now like way more durable now than they used to be I mean sure mooses is still you know they're still gonna uh, blow them up anyways but it I, I think it's nice it's still more I mean I I stack a lot of HP and that's supposed to help the mm -hmm. our block exactly. as well, right? So, yeah, like that, that hard screws over uh, warriors because their cancels are block related, though. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't have that. Interesting. So, yeah. uh, so Musa's and Maywas, uh, uh, I guess Musa and Maywas. Uh, like do you guys are you guys feeling like the block changes and the block break damage is helping it all in 1v1s or does it is it irrelevant like Sonny says um i well, noticed it i don't know if it's really just from cuz it's on like below the belt crust crusher but just the damage is so high on the kit like i i'm just breaking blocks i haven't really broken yeah. blocks right. bro like shield class since the bond projection bug was a thing uh that's I'm the last time i was able to like break a block on musa Back when that was in the game. Well, you, now... you haven't been able to break a block now? Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But like now I can break blocks pretty easily. Like a lot, and the AoE's increased. So like it's less of a threat for me to go near these block classes that can also grab me because yeah, my AoE range. on almost all my skills increased. So like I can just below the belt around them, dash then we get blocked, around them, one step broken back. Broken animation that we can't even dash to you to grab you if you're. It's like, like I'm moving all around them and my AoE is so big that I can break their block and most of the time just <laughs> kill them. <laughs> without ever really like being on top of them if that makes sense like i have a like a clip of it if you want to see like when please yeah if you guys have yeah, if yeah, anyone yeah. has clips share them in the in the, the guest in the chat guest channel chat. Yeah. And, and i'll pull them up on stream yeah absolutely just post it in guest chat um yeah I, what I, about I don't know this guy's gear but like that's it's like an example what, i guess what about so like uh Larry and Sonny and Raiden, y'all are saying that you think it, it hurts non-SA block, block classes more. What what about 
we have some non-SA block classes here, right? So, like, classes that rely a little bit on S block. Does anybody else feel like that change in mechanic, the five-second uh, debuff, like, is that... Have you guys noticed that? Has it been really negatively affecting you guys? No, not really. I haven't I really like noticed Lon it. shouldn't be S blocking anyways. Yeah. Yeah, most players, there. like... Yeah. Like, in my AP, I'm, like, think, think I'm 307. Um, there's pe people with a lot more EP than Moose on me, but even with that, I'm killing players in like two, three skills. And you don't really have were to think about, like, there's nothing to think about on Musa. That's what I want to see change. Were you like, able you don't to have to think about anything you do in the class? Yeah. Were you able to kill people prior to the reworks in just two, three skills at your AP? Um, it depends. Not someone with like a using a four guard skill or block like that. There's no way. Interesting. Um, but if I hit someone with like a dash slash from behind, I can probably kill him with just below the belt fiery. Yeah, like the class still did damage. Yeah. Um, I was getting into an argument with uh, uh, Nakani in in chat, who I, I respect very much, but he was saying that the damage really hasn't changed that much. Like it's more, but he was already two three skilling people before the rework. That the the big difference is just mm -hmm. chase, and I, I was like, I don't buy that. At all. Did the AoEs get bigger? That definitely doesn't feel like that's accurate. Yeah. AoEs increased. Um, I mean, you have like e-buff play now. Like our e-buff used to be one of the worst ones in the game. Now it has 15% accuracy on it. Has movement speed steroid. Oh, they gave you the accuracy uh, bonus too, huh? Yeah, really strong. was <laughs> always getting jealous, man. But yeah, I can see it. Like oh, no, the speed, was, I was, I didn't speed know utility debuffs. It. AoE, it's, it's, true. It's, it's stronger. But it's not like Musa, like... The reason Musa fell off, it's, it's not that it got, like, nerfed, right? Like, over the past couple of years. It's just everything else, like, new classes came out, they were just strong. Some yeah. other stuff got buffed, and Musa just didn't get any significant changes. Mm hmm So. I personally, uh, not a huge fan of the block, what are, resistance, timing, whatever. And I, I would lose a block break, too. I don't really care about that, personally, if that was a worthwhile exchange. I think it's been more damaging for myself, and also... I think it probably hurts more classes. More significantly, yeah, given the fact the, that we have so much damage at this point. Just, yeah. Sorry, Bask. Yeah, yeah. like, real go. quick, like, when we're talking about this, you have to ask yourself, does this add anything of value to the game? Like, sure, it not, it's not annoying. Some people don't notice it, but does it give anything good to the game? Like, what was the point of the block debuff? Well, right. it was for the classes that had a great block. If you broke it, it bought you time. There's too much damage in the game right now. So having that mechanic... It is either irrelevant or it ruins some people's kits, like Warrior. Yeah. Um, so I just don't feel like it brings anything of value to the game in the current iteration. I think in the prior meta, where we didn't have this absurd amount of damage, I would think it was worthwhile. And that's where they so, were preemptively thinking about it, obviously. But now it's, yeah, uh, I think, irrelevant. To me, it changes that. that like, right? the block and break, like in the old meta, when David was this high, like having those additional damage on some abilities versus blocks, great idea. Um, giving you that window of time if you break a block where you could put the pressure on, great idea. But right now, it just doesn't do anything of value. Yeah, I, I think, at least in my mind, the way it, people, because like one of the complaints was like, well, I say block, and if I'm in a 1v1, I don't have a grab, what do I do? And so people were hoping for something, and then this solution just was not it at all. It just doesn't. Because, okay, so yeah, Musa and Mewa right now, they do a lot of damage and can just break your block, but not every class really can, not consistently. So you never even get to that point on a lot of 
classes and then in large scale you just get extra boned because you're getting hit by so much stuff mm. I, I actually disagree for the mewa one i don't think the mewa block break is as significant as uh something like muso just because of our uh how the way our skills work right i think muso is a lot more trade heavy and i think mewa is too but again something like a warrior or a valk i have learned since the rework to never try to really break their block unless there's just so much less gear than me because typically if i try to it usually my skills put me forward and usually that gets me grab or cc'd or or, or worse but i i don't think our block break is that significant in some of our skills it's not about the block break specifically. I don't really care about that. Like, I don't notice that specifically. I was talking more about the, the time delay for the blo yeah, block the, region. Yeah, the block debuff block once your block breaks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 I definitely agree with you guys there, too, right? But I, I think it's, you know, uh, you have to ask yourself this. They initially only implemented that to give uh, a boost in terms of 1v1 for classes that do not have a grab, right? right. But now, you know, like you guys said that the game has more damage, but it, let's say they revert this change. Do you guys think it would be completely fine for 1v1s for some classes that um, loses completely against 360 block classes? Depends mm -hmm. on the class. Yeah, I guess well, it depends on the class. We Unfortunately, we only have one, but we do, we do have a non-grab uh, class here that uh, would supposedly benefit from the debuff thing, right? Uh, Nusar on archer like Nusar is 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 the block recovery debuff thing like a key thing for 1v1s for you or is it not noticeable i mean archer's a little bit weird because it's range so you're just kiting the whole time i presume but like, yeah, honestly like if he if people didn't mention it i probably would have forgotten it even existed um because if you're gonna break someone's block chances are you're gonna kill them within x amount of time after breaking it anyway yeah, I think originally, I think originally the block break was meant for classes that have zero counterplay against really strong block classes like yeah. Sork, you know the Bladers. They basically, if you were to fight on main gears, on Charles is different, but on main gear, if you fight against a player that is remotely close in gear, but their gear is more optimized for block, um, you're just simply not breaking it, and they just yeah, sit like, in block forever, right? Oh. So like Sorks, Maywas, DKs, they just can't break blocks, and I think the guard mechanic for block breaking and guard disable or guard regen disable was for those classes but now because we have so much damage that it becomes it, it's kind of like overshadowed uh like the damage has overshadowed the point of using guard disable or guard breaking but like you guys remember suck corsair right like in main ball pushes the suck yep. corsair would just mm -hmm. guard, like disable your guard mm -hmm. and that was like the king of the meta because a lot of main balls had guardians valkyries warriors Right, they had to block, but with the Suck Corsa, you can't do that. So meta was shifting towards Suck Corsas, but now Suck Corsas aren't available. You know, they got nerfed a, a tiny bit, um, and there's so much damage now that blocking is not really a feasible play, and it's more so movement and super armors and trading damage. So that's probably why the guard, uh, the guard options or guard mechanics are a lot, or they're overshadowed now. To be honest, is is how I see it. Yeah. It's a little bit, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I never really liked the implementation, and then it came with, and, and I know this is a lot of classes have been dealing with this or forms of this, but the block lock stuff, which I think is getting fixed. I don't know, Reezy, if you've messed with it on Kuno. 
I had a Sork tell me that it's fixed for them on Global Labs because they just got the update this week on Global Labs so we can actually test it. But the block lock stuff, um, especially like on with on Kuno where I'm not intentionally blocking, I have to like press SE to use Shadow Stomp and that millisecond of time where I pressed S, it'll count me as blocking and then put me in the pre-awakened block lock with my stamina draining and I'm like, oh my God, what's happening? Um, yeah. Block lock also is horrible horrible thing it's really bad i just yeah. don't i don't know she, how to address it because i don't know if it's for sure going to be fixed kr got the patch and global labs has it and we don't have it yet um it's yeah. uh, it's a mechanic in fighting games actually block stun where you hit someone's block and they're just stuck in it for a little, a little yeah bit. but it just doesn't Smash make sense gross, for this yeah. game yeah it's why tran transitioning that kind of mechanic into an mmo where there's lots of mo like mobility it makes it very difficult to balance that i mean hasn't this been in the game for a long while i since I the beginning. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah. So, like, why is it getting fixed now? No, I, no, I no. hear people it, newly complain. No, no, no. Because it, it on some classes, it, it didn't used to block lock in the same way that it does now. So, for example, on it, most classes, I would say, not every class. I, I don't know if this is true for every class, but most classes, Kuno specifically, if I S-blocked, it didn't put me in my actual block. So, it would I would have forward guard while S blocking, but I could still use all my abilities or do anything I want. Now if I S block even for a split second and someone ticks it with damage, it forces me into the Q block that starts draining my stamina and doesn't let me out of it unless I side dash to the left or the right. Okay, that's more significant. And it happens all the time, like not on purpose. So it it's kinda yeah. It and I know a lot of classes have dealt with this too on on like I know Valks, you guys are deal with block lock a lot too. That's an issue, and hopefully that's also addressed. But yeah, I don't know block lock. I kind of agree with Res. Like I just don't think it really works for this game. Yeah. Um, I but mean, I it get made, it. In it fighting made, I think it made sense as like conceptually, right? Because this is a. I mean, I know it's not really, but I, I, I think, I'd be, I'd. I, f I would find it difficult to argue that this game's combat is not based off of fighting games, like, generally speaking. So, like, to implement that at the beginning makes sense, like, sure. But it whenever you start to look at it in practice, whenever, like, Nodors come out and you see a lot of large-scale fights and you have castle sieges, uh, there's just so many opportunities for it to, like, really fuck people over. So, like, I don't know, maybe they think maybe they thought originally, like, this makes sense for 1v1s, but um doesn't make sense anymore so definitely needs to needs to be fixed at least that's my opinion i don't know maybe i'm wrong yeah how does it work on uh, on valk like are you if someone is hitting you let's say someone starts uh just spamming abilities on your block when you're in block like what are you able to do when that's happening larry do you, can you describe uh, you that hear, scenario you can do your iframe jump but like for example, now I can't shield chase, which is my movement, just the normal dash. Um, used to be able to, whenever your block was zero, be able to shield chase and even like bring the block back up and stay frontal super armor, but you're taking damage from the front still. So you're basically just super armoring when your block's zero. Um, and you just be able to regen it with super armors. But yeah, now you can't even dash if you get that debuff. Yeah. So you have to do super armor skills or heal um in order to stay alive pretty much but you you pretty much just die because you're not gonna be able to heal through the damage in the game that there is now um 
I, I kind of wanted to get you guys' opinions. I know, like, the Zerkers are not super happy with it, but um, for other classes, from an assassin perspective or a non-grab class perspective, how do you guys feel about the overall grab changes that came with the rework? Do you think that it was better for the game, like increasing the cooldowns and making them not SA on attempt um, or fail, or do you feel like... I love it. You love I it? I absolutely love it. Why? I absolutely love I like it because... The Go ahead, yellow. Go ahead. Oh, um, so a lot of the problems that some of these assassin classes have is you can't go for grabs in large scale or RBF because one, unprotected. Uh, two, um, if you go for it and you whiff, you're just gonna get clapped by some skill. So there was absolutely zero um, like benefit for you for going for a grab against like a caster or a ranger that's just sitting in the back line. So as a assassin class, you can actually go for grabs now. Like you're, you'll be fully protected when you land. You got to make sure you're casting like another skills because it's not a lingering super armor. So as you land, you cast like another super armor, iframe, whatever it is. It gives you a lot more playability to flank um, classes in the backline when you push main balls. Um, and that's, I think that's great for the game because it, for like three, four years, casters has just been so dominant. So there's definitely a lot more options for assassin classes to go for grabs in in uh, large scale. Same with like any open field PvP is the same as well. So it's definitely a yeah. great change for us. That's that's I'm how I see it. I go for grabs nonstop now. Personally, you're not a fan. I, okay. No, specifically the SA. I don't really mind the cooldown increase, but it feels like to me, uh, giving grab super armor was like a solution to the problem that like there's just too much like AOE CC in the game, like too much mass AOE CC in the game. And like for me, I would rather they tune back AOEs than give grab super armor because I think there's some really really ridiculous like things you can do um that are not reactable and then if grab is super like they involve grab and if grab is super armor now they like cannot be punished anymore so what about what about the loss of protection on grab attempts for like strikers mystics how do you feel about that reason uh you mean like on the attempt like when they press the key yeah like, right. and everything yeah um i mean in the case of like those classes I guess Zerker specifically, I wish they would have gotten compensated somehow. Because, um, like, I know some Zerkers really did utilize, like, the SA attempt for the SA instead of the grab. Like, the, the grab was nice, but the SA was, like, a core part of, like, what they were doing when they were doing it. Um, I think some grabs are definitely designed to have super armor, but, like, certain ones that do aren't abusable in the way that, like, some of the faster ones are. Does that make sense? Right, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Blader, I haven't felt like, um, yeah, I was gonna say, I haven't felt like I've been grabbed uh, by something ridiculous in a while now, so I've been pretty happy with it. Uh, I wanted to actually finish a comment on Katsura, which was, uh, I can break Warrior's Box in my exposure, maybe it's an AP difference, I don't know, but Valks I can't do shit about, that's a side note, but yeah, no, no ridiculous grabs hitting me anymore. Wands, I actually haven't even noticed. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. I see. Carstel? Uh, oh, go ahead, Rez. You've been trying to talk. What, what's up? No, I just want, I wanted to ask the three people specifically. I, I wanted to ask Divios and Ming what their thoughts on it, because for Zerkers and Strikers, it's just kind of a, a pretty hard nerf. And then after them, I wanted to ask Elida about it, because uh, Lawn Grab, kind of in the spotlight more than ever now, seems like. Um... 
so yeah, like Divios and Ming, like what are, what are you guys are you what do you guys think about the change? I think I mean for me I have my awaken grab and now my awaken grab feels really good. Where before it just my awaken grab was literally just it was locked, it wasn't on my bar, I'm just never gonna use it. So but the the problem with it is it's a twenty five second cooldown, so like I wanna use the other one. But the other, the other way. Every time I go for the other one, it's just I, I always get the that just the same thing that Ming linked, where I just I grab them, they are in my hands, and then I'm on the ground with them. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> and yeah, it, I like, I do think that they they probably sh- should do something like if they're gonna, I don't like, I don't know if they want SA attempts to be, or grab attempts to be SA, but like there's. It has to be like kind of like either make it faster or some or something. I'm not sure, because mm-hmm. yeah, like those, yeah. those grabs to start feeling really bad to use unless it's only one v one. And even in some matches, one v one, like dude, I I I I for the first like week, I just every time I saw Musa come in for fire crevice, I go to grab him. I'm on the ground. I'm dead. I'm like, okay. Why did I do that? <laughs> and it just it happened every time, man. It just I can't. You can't grab into that anymore. And yeah, I agree. Game, I agree. Like, it actually changed our matchup ratio drastically with that change. Uh, like, especially for classes that, like, we relied on the SA. Like, I, I usually hate people spamming grabs, but just throwing out any grabs now is, it feels bad. Like, I think the cooldown is great. I don't like the, I think for like these, like, longer grabs, maybe them being their attempts being non protected is kind of. Meh. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, I think they needed it to be nerfed. Like nerf the cooldown, reduce the range. Like those rubber bands are kind of bullshit anyways, like reduce the range. But uh I just think that with how the essays are working recently, like even if you can precisely time a grab, you can't even say that's gonna work properly because again, like I'm I, I've been getting CC out of it when I'm not supposed to. And at this point, I'm just not even going to bother, like, trying to, you know, like, unless I need to, I will. But if I don't need to, I won't. It's just how it is now. And a lot of Zerkers would agree with me. Yeah, is it, like, for you, Ming, if they sped up this start animation, the attempt animation, would it improve things? Would that be enough? Or you think it just needs super armor back? I think that... Well, for two of our grabs that we're we have now, so we have three now. The only one that's like really gutted in terms of is like use is rock smash. Like your fail animation is like a full second. You're just standing there full second. You don't have any like fail safe at all. So you know, I would say the other grabs are relatively fast. Like uh, rooting, which is our whipping grab, and then and smackdown. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm complaining about is like the the basically the frustration of the essay is what I think is a problem. Like maybe they can speed that part up. I wouldn't say like the animation because right now if you fail rooting, you can instantly get out of it. If you fail uh, e grab, you can just get out too. You know your fail animation isn't long at all. It's like quarter of a second if at all. So it's really the frustration. So just trying to like reduce desync. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Elida. Hi. Maybe give us like Insta Grapple <laughs> or something. I think. I don't know. Right. Elida, uh, why is Lawn Grab so busted? What's up with that? You guys are cringe. It's not even busted anymore. <laughs> a lot lawn grabs not busted anymore. What explain? No. Let's hear your reason. Okay, so okay, if you oh no 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 okay no 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 so if you move if any class is moving it's impossible to land. Like it's it's hard to aim now. Like you have to you actually have to aim it to actually hit it. It's not a code anymore. So like if any class is moving around you, it's hard. It's hard as fuck to hit. Does right. anybody have that clip of UFC yeah, getting grabbed like a lawn from like Who the lawns in like okay no that, that, fly, that, that flying one that was him just having bad internet I was talking to Sonaring uh, about yeah, it yeah, yeah. I was talking to Sonaring about it he said he just landed and grabbed him I I love that the argument is that lawn grab is bad because you have to aim now <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's not, okay it's not bad but it's not fucking busted it's the same thing as Sage no. In, in Node Wars, yeah, yeah. I'm actually able to like, dodge one. Also, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna Keep grab like a group of fucking five people in a Node War. Like, what? It is like a Waken Sage grab now, though. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, what? Like, okay, well, you guys are use that. They did, so I was told by Elon that they reduced the AoE on it fairly significantly. Um, yeah. Still a bit AoE, but not nearly as much as it was before. But um, it is still ranged. And fuck range grabs. Yeah, but if it's the same thing as hash, well, same thing as sage, like same. Mm, what? Yeah, what? But I hate it on those it. classes too. Okay, part then why are you guys complaining a lot? No, 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 no. To me, it, hold part on, of the hold risk on. associated with grabs should be that you have to be melee to use them. I fucking hate range grabs. It's all right. So the grab cone got nerfed, but it's still like a funnel, and it is not identical to sage or hash because it has a left and right area, almost like a T. That it can still grab you in. It's just like the space between the end of the T on the right and the left, uh, down to like the starting point, has like an uh, like a gap where it can't grab you. But it definitely is still a wider range than Sage and Hash. And both Sage and Hash have a longer cooldown than the lawn grab. So it's uh, not the exact same. Yes, chat. Posted a picture. Like, do you oh. guys actually feel like you've had the same response of, like, no, fuck you, I'm grabbing you? Like, with Lon, I have not felt that way okay, yeah, anymore. The, I used to have that. I don't feel the thing like is, that if anymore. I grab you now, I would grab, I would, like, you're basically just standing still, like, I say. Like, I'm not gonna <laughs> grab you while you're moving. Like, if I'm, like, seeing a Musa just running around, running around me, I'm not gonna grab that, because that's fucking stupid. I've seen oh, so many of them try, and each and every I time, think, I actually get them. No, it's because before I this rework, so. they could okay. grab. <laughs> yeah, before it was literally like 180 degrees. I think yeah. the, the progression for lawn is actually better now in the current meta, because I think the playstyle for the old lawn pre-reboot uh, was you just super armor and you grab, right? Like, that's their only play. Yeah. But now they actually have, like, the rest of their kit is actually pretty strong. They can actually go for, like, CCs that are not grabs. Is it? Um, I that, feel like that it's allows them. Huh? I feel I like sacred so. dance was. I, I feel like sacred dance was. I feel like I rely on grab way more than it before. I feel like eradication is not that good as CC. Like we're basically like, just I we're mean, basically just bent on fear or um, like fear or grab. A lot, even in your three. montage clip that you had, you didn't use a grab with that clip, and you CC oh, yeah, like eight large, people. That's like large skill. Yeah, that's that's okay. what I mean though. Like oh, that, the, the strength, the strengths of like I'm not. Well, that's not just large scale alone. It's like the strength of the class as a whole is you don't have to rely on your grabs to try to get plays, right? Whereas before, you, you, do. you see a lawn, you kind of... Oh, oh this picture you, you pulled up is really good? Yeah. 
Well, in one v ones, I mean, people like, are actually focusing on you, so that's understandable. Yeah, one v one is different well, though. Well, like, yeah, in a large scale, scale, it's yeah, it's, large, it's, scale, it's yeah, large scale. scale no one's paying attention. Also, yeah, it's a it's because a lime it's a lime green in this photo. The the wide grab right here that's this V is is the green one. I don't know. Divios doesn't have any respect for people who struggle with colors in this. Yeah. The, the, it's not mine, man. The widest line is old lawn grab. Yeah. The red is the new lawn grab, and the yellow, the which is the the skinniest version, it's in the guest chat. Sage the grab. It's not a video. It's a image it's just a, it's just a photo rip the didn't you say colorblind the, people feels bad didn't you say the long grab was more like a t though not a no, cone see so like I, if yeah. they, it's the optimal range that's right? what i'm wondering it's if divios in this test there's this space up here to the left and to the right of the red that it still kind of lands actually maybe it's more maybe it's this space that i i didn't think landed but now it does actually i thought it was more like like this when we were testing it, it was kind of a T, and this space didn't seem grabbable, but I guess you, you're saying it is from your test? Or Zethian's mm -hmm. test? Yeah, when Zeth tested it, he sat there and grabbed for like 25-30 minutes. That sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> he, was playing lawn at peak. Yeah, he was playing lawn at peak performance. It's for yep. science. Yeah, so the grab's still pretty wild, but it also has a shorter cooldown than Sage and Hash. Which is all and Corsair, by the way, has a shorter cooldown than Corsair's grab. And they said that the cooldown was based on the power of the grab. So, in some world, the lawn grab is weaker than Corsair Sage and Hash grab. That's sure, why. Again. That's why the cooldown is lower. Um, it's a range grab that pretty also funny though. Looking at the old anyways. grab, it does look this, so funny looking at the old grab AOE. Yeah, I might, I might be alone in this because keep in mind, I am a gearlet. I am the least geared person in this voice chat right now. But lawns are doing pretty insane damage as well. It's not like they're struggling in the damage. Yeah, though. but they, uh, it's, the thing about okay, no, the thing about it is like there's still like an animation to it, but you can't. It's harder to trade. It's not harder, but like it's still kind of it's more difficult to trade into like mooses because you you get to you get to turn your dustman vice and half of it doesn't go off if they go behind you or half the damage doesn't register. If, it does, if they go behind you, so all right, well, it's that's, over to come out. To be fair, that's a pretty poor example since Moose is literally dominating. Okay, then, right so, <laughs> then so if you try to associate like Kuno, maybe like they still, by the time the Tailspin Vice comes out, they'll they can iframe. Like if they see the first part of it, they can iframe the second part of it. So you're not trading. I got you. It's not like a yeah. trade class, a damage trade class. It, it's, it's basically a trade class now, but it's like an average one. Like, it's not, it, it doesn't compare to like DK, Sork, Suck Ninja, like all that shit. Yeah. Wait, Red Star, what's gear? I might be the least gear, to be honest. Oh, no, I'm no. 625, my guy. Yeah, I mean, you have way more gear than Reslar. Reslar is playing a totally different game than, like, Reslar, if Reslar had to duel a trial, he probably wouldn't be able to kill a trial character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm close. You should be. What? Everyone's a trade class right now, anyway. So. No, no, no. That's not because of my gear, yellow. That's because I'm bad at this game. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. No, um, I'm just a gear. I'm a, I'm a casual player. I've been playing since launch, but I'm very, very casual. I basically just go to node wars and do nothing else. So I, I'm not a. I don't play this game as seriously as a lot of other people do. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I for me, I mean, I I definitely. 
appreciate the grab cooldown increases. I understand what Zerker's going through and Striker with the pre-awaken grab. Like maybe they should be sped up so it's not as harsh. I know you guys rely on that a lot more. You don't have as many quick catches that a lot of other classes have. Um but well, the good news is still... with Zerker, now you just Titan blow them from range and you just kill them that way. It's really easy. You don't even have to go grab them. The overall frustration with grabs, though, has does seem like it's tapered off a little bit. Like, people aren't... Like, it was the only thing... I, it felt like you just... Every fight you go into, you're just, oh, I'm grabbed. And I went into a fight and I got grabbed. And I got grabbed immediately. And then, yeah. oh, I missed... He missed the grab! Think... Ah, but he grabbed me again because the next one is really short. Cooldown. And that's not really a thing anymore, which is nice. I think it's nice you, not having to worry you think about a good, grabs as much. You think a good balance for Zerkers is if they have multiple grabs, maybe have one grab that is like well protected, uh, but longer cooldown or less, you know, utility with it, and the other grabs are less cooldown, shorter cooldown, uh, a bit more risky but faster, like different tiers of grabs so that they don't have to rely on one grab all the time. They have different options. And if they have their one grab, that's like, let's say, you know, a longer cooldown, they don't use it as often, but they use it in like scenarios that they really need it in. And the scenarios where it's, they can throw like a more risky grab, but it's unsafe, you know, it's just like a different option. Maybe you think that might be a better, a better change Ming or uh yeah, think? like other classes sort of have something like that, right? Like where yeah. you're, you're pre-awakened or you're awakening grab. One of them is not protected and then the other one is protected. Like mm -hmm. we had something like that with uh, awakening or rooting at like a 45 second cooldown was not protected, but it was fast. But it was like our, I would say it was our third most effective grab. So yeah, I would agree something like that would definitely help. It's just, I'm not sure if it's fair to ask for like full essay on Rock Smash when I guess the whole point is so that, you know, that grab is kind of gutted. Like the fail animation just doesn't work. If they add, you know, essay back or reduce the cooldown, I think that kind of defeats the purpose. So maybe they could add the essay back for our faster grabs. That would make more sense because that has less lingering time. So it's, it's harder for people to punish that and if they do then you know like if they time it properly then they're rewarded so that that could be an idea for our fast grabs like e-grab or rooting yeah makes sense my favorite thing is that um even post grab nerfs um i still get to hear daily about how busted grabs are from mooses and maywas that are one skilling me All right. very fun Look, let me Wait, let me I, I wanna give I wanna give the Musa the only poor Musa who's being singled out here a, a chance to give his opinion. <laughs> Let let's pretend don't count Musa in this Carstel, but from from your perspective, let's pretend Musa either got nerfed or is balanced or whatever. Outside of Musa, what other class do you feel like is kind of surprisingly strong that that you were like, oh shit, I didn't think this was gonna be this good, but it's kinda nuts. Um, I think Zuck Zerk, Zuck Zerk is pretty strong. I think it's like a really, really good main ball class, super fast, has great AOE CCs. Um, I think, I think May was strong actually, Awake May. I've been seeing a lot of Awake May was do a lot of damage, not, not so much to the same caliber as Musa, but uh, they can definitely blow people up pretty much instantly. 
um, from what I've been fighting. I've seen some people messing around on like Sucklon with the play style of like flying in, spin, fly out again. Um, but as far as like fragging wise, I think the same classes that have been fragging are still fragging. Like Suck Ranger is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Archer is very strong. Um, but a lot of the people I've seen on Archer, like Shoju from my guild, have been doing really well on Archer even before the changes, and now it's even uh, better. But I don't really see anything that was like not fragging at all. Right. Like make a huge, huge like gap change as far as like their scoreboard goes. But so before, I mean, for a while, like while you were in your disenfranchised state with Musa pre reworks, pre global lab yeah. reworks and all that, you were playing a lot of succession hash. Um, yeah. How does suck hash feel? in the current state of the game have you done any group uh, pvp with it or large scale at all yeah so when we got the um the free kaffir extract i actually switched all my gear to dr because i just wanted to play both specs and see how much damage i could do okay i pretty much just in node wars i play for myself and just kill players so i wanted to try out dr like full human damage and um i don't know i think Suckash it feels the same to me i still kill people in like three abilities press space bar owls dominion and then descent yeah. Um, I know a lot of people stop playing it. Um, don't really know why. I see a lot of people complaining about it. I'm not sure why it still does a lot of damage for me. I've still been playing out of taking it to like three node wars, and then I think I've taken my Musa to like four or five now. Is but um, have you tried awakening at all? I have not. No, I've not no. tried awakening. Um, it's mainly because I have a. My pen black stars on my main hand, so right, 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 right. You're kind of missing a lot of AP. Kind of stuck on that. Yeah, awakening. I mean, Suckhash still seems like it would be great. Like, I mean, it still has the bomber aspect of it, and people didn't become significantly more tanky. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was telling a lot of people. I know a lot of Suckhashes that were like, right when they read the awaken hash changes, they're like, dude, I'm coming over to awaken hash, and I'm like. Look, the damage changes are wild, but it's still not going to instant bomb the way Descent does. So it's different. It's like a different yeah. style. So I think if you just hop into a Node War on Awaken Hash thinking like, yeah, Serpent's Coil feels a lot better, it's not, you're going to be like, well, what's happening? Um, but are you, if you had a, a Pendandy or, or a whatever, like Kafra Step and you had the same bracket, you'd give it a try? Oh, for sure, for sure. I think it's, I've wanted to try that and... Um... Actually, Mystic. I want to try Mystic on Awake, but I just don't think I have the gear to perform with Awake. I think because of how it's designed, like it's a bit slower skill-wise, like getting its burst off. I think I need more gear. I'm only C13s, but it looks like a really fun class. Like I love the visuals on the class. It moves really well. Yeah, but I'm just still playing Suck, and I know I think pretty sure Inflict is still playing it. Like I watch him stream it all the time. He's still liking Suck Ash. Um, Crystals, I have a I have a question for you. Yeah. Because I have a guilty of mine who is a lifetime Musa main, and he quit the game because he was kind of like, uh, you know, I think like a lot of Musas was feeling kind of upset with the state of Musa for the longest time. Came back for the reworks, is now you know I think enjoying the damage, but also is concerned that they're gonna nerf the damage and. He's his argument is that they haven't given Musa 
anything other than raw damage <laughs> raw to, damage like, that's keep the true. class strong and so he what he's saying is that like yeah sure it's strong now and then they're gonna nerf the damage and musa is gonna be back to garbage because the reboot hasn't given them any tools to like deal with any of the problems that they were like having do you think that that's like true are you concerned about that like how do you nerf musa in a way that doesn't make that a reality um I think they have to touch damage, being honest with you. Uh, either like on the class or overall in the game, like do something to reduce damage in the game across all the classes. Cause like being real with you, everything that got reworked is doing a lot of damage. Um, Not only that's the AOE really sizes too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. What makes but, Musa different than Mewa right now? Cause Mewa seems more balanced. Yeah, cause like you, you'll, let's say like- they have smaller cones, right? Yeah, like or let's go ahead and say cones, you wanna change you Musa. So. things. Missile has a protected uh, slow and attack speed and movement slow, right? Uh, Mewa, Musa? Mewa, how about Mewa stop attacking no, no, the uh, Musa? Let Carstel finish his point. <laughs> I was I was just mentioned we were, we were just talking about shit that they should perform better with. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I was just saying, you like, know, if their goal is to crazy. like quote unquote balance the class, right? And you want to have like a good class spread and get all the flavor of the month, 10 mil Marnie fuel rerollers off of it. Um, I don't know. I, yeah. I think you have to touch the damage in some way. What I was thinking is that uh, what I want to see is like you have to think on the class. Like you actually have to use your brain, like look for different things to do. And I think a good way of doing that is removing the CC from Fire Crevice. And so what this does is it's going to force the player to choose two, one of two play styles. So you either still take Core Bond Fire Crevice, right? But now that only gives you an extra SA damage ability. It's no longer going to CC. I think it also should also probably reduce the AOE a little bit because you don't have to aim the skill. Um, you just press the button. It's got really large AOE. And then reduce the PvP damage. But I wanted the nerf in a way it doesn't affect the PvE, uh, hopefully. Right. What um, if you, they gave you a preemptive useless skill that you just have to throw out? That's what Maywell's situation is. I, I don't like, think so. Do no. No? No, I, I, don't, I don't think that's Mayo's situation at all. What, what, yeah, really? I think that, that is definitely. Are, are you talking about pedal drill? I can't, yeah, I consider pedal drill like without like the, uh, the extension to it is not that good damage. What are you talking about? Because I still use pedal drill to, to, to bound. That's why I think it's not yeah. a preemptive thing. I mean, I'm not even talking about pedal drill. I'm talking about uh, Ice Fang. The first hit of it is not much damage and also it pushes you forward and can easily get you CC'd. Like, th there's... I think Maywa's entire positioning kit. issue, though. That's not... yeah, but that's the point. The po he says no, that Musa is literally to argue that there, there yeah, you needs to be risk. There needs to be some uh, kind of risk when yeah. he goes for that kind yeah, of play. Yeah, there's right, right, right. Yeah, Musa's they dive in, they have no risk, and then yeah, there's they can immediately so. do their yeah. high damage skill and kill someone. I'm saying Maywa literally needs to do some type of preemptive skill that does not you actually hurt someone in order to actually okay. use some they, damage. They have, you disagree with that? they have to commit. Uh, Risk themselves getting grabbed or essay traded to oblivion. Moose is just it, go and burst, disengage, and they take like maybe one one hit of yeah. ticks in terms of damage. Yeah. yeah, do you agree or disagree, Ketsuro? Uh, yeah, at that point, I think I agree, but I still use both hits of Ice Fang. I think if they just spread Musa damage out yeah. properly and also lowered it at the same time while, while I don't know, doing any other buff or, or not, not buffs, changes, I think it'll be a more of a balanced class like Mewa. Oh, so, so I, I agree. Both you need to use both hits of uh, Ice Fang, but that's the problem. The first hit doesn't do that much. The second hit is the one that actually hurts them. So like it's enough time for someone that has any brain to react. Uh, Moose, 
go into crevice and then run away. Right. Crevice I, below the belt. Yeah, and I, to address what, what you said, Reslar, and, and I think, Carstel, you agree, but I think there's a point, there's a balance somewhere in there. It's like, yeah, if you nerf the damage down too much, for sure, they're going to be useless. Like, they're not going to be good because they do, their playstyle relies on damage. But I think that you can reduce the damage a tiny bit and see how it feels and it it yeah, can sure. still be scary and still be a threat without being like oh yeah we wipe five ten people because fiery landed and it caught it was no risk mm -hmm. right but what i was what i was saying with it for the the fiery thing so if you remove the kd from fire crevice right no longer ccs then opens up probably two big options that people will look at so you still take core fiery and it's just sa damage and then the other good option is well, now if I want to CC people in my fully protected engage combo and disengage, I have to take core below the belt. So if you take core below the belt, which will be a protected CC, you're going to lose a very strong ability, which will potentially be unsafe, right? You can get punished now if you press fire crevice, if you take core below the belt. So making that kind of change, it's going to reduce the damage. Well, it should reduce the damage overall. If you also like maybe look into two other skills, I think probably two other essays should be reduced. Either between yeah. like backflow, uh, one step back, or below the belt, I think you probably tweak one of those as well, so that if you are going in, you have to probably use like four skills all the time, um, and or CC your opponent. So like most likely with that kind of change, the players that are going to take core fiery just for SA damage are going to be your really geared players that are just trying to go in and kill people standing up, right? And then your lower geared players, they're going to have to take core below the belt. Because they're going to have to CC people to get like down attack modifiers, keep them CC to do more damage, right? And then opens up more of your kit. So you're going to have to CC people different ways. So you're going to have to explore their options. You're going to have to like shift Q more. Maybe you have to catch people with something else, like use your projections for engaged stiff people and then follow up. It, like it allows you, like you're going to have to think more to do stuff. You can't just hold RB, full super armor, use five skills that are full super armor, and then run away in full super armor, right? While yeah. still having like a safe CC. Another another bit that I think a lot of mooses aren't even doing yet, but um, so Multi's like four days on Moose or five days or something. He's been playing it for like a week. He tagged it and he's actually enjoying it. And he was like, after a few days, he's like, dude, every time I see Frontal Guard, I go Fiery Crevice and Mouse Move behind and it's just like free CC. Because you can Mouse Move Fiery Crevice like really, really well. And he's like, so yeah. if he sees FG, like that's it. Just Mouse Move Fiery and you're CC because the, the AOE range on it is so huge. You only have or to get behind it. that that ninety degree plane, or just break it. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's there. It it's a it's interesting. I feel bad for Mooses because they had so long in like, man, this class sucks, and now it's like they're just getting the hate, and it sucks. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's fun, man. But I just know, like, like I'm having a great time. Obviously, like it's fun, it's strong, but is it balanced? It's it's not balanced. Like it is not fun to play against. Like how I'm playing this class, like if I see a ranger player or like anyone else, like it's got to feel bad for them. You can just run into them and kill them with like one or two buttons and there's absolutely nothing they can do. Like they have to try to chip you down as you're running at like bullet speed right at their face, right? Yeah. Even in the balls of players, like there can be a whole ball of 30, 40 players. You can come into them so fast and instantly kill multiple people without even like thinking about anything. Yeah, maybe they can. Because you have you have no way of getting CC. Like you're not going to get CC. They either kill you with raw damage before you come in, or they kill you as you're in there. Have you messed around on Suck Musa at all since it's come uh, out? I I have not. No, I'm not a I'm not a fan of Suck Musa. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard to get Suck Moose opinions because they're like, you know, don't exist. They don't exist. <laughs> they yeah. don't Isn't Ajo uh, Suck Musa from your guild? Yeah, he does play it, but I think he's more playing uh, Awake just because, you know, Awake Musa is pretty good. But he does play it. He's also one of the people that he was on full evasion. He rolled off to DR with me because um, he didn't like how evasion was feeling. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to ask uh, kind of everyone in the room uh, uh, two over like general questions. I'll, I'll get to the gear thing second, but let me... Were any of you guys expecting casters to right away be more prominent? And how do you feel the caster balance is right now in, in terms of large scale and even... Like with Reezy and Yellow, your your perspectives on how casters are in, in AOA for like 3v3, 2v2 stuff. I think they're balanced. They're still king. I still think I th they're king in the meta. I think they're overall... Yeah, their utility keeps them alive, but like they have no fun because... Well, Awakened Mages have no fun. Suck Mage can still has a place and still can like do all its stuff, but like Awakened Mages... Every time I see them, they just instantly evaporate because there's just too much damage. By the time they use their one TP, they they cast their first skill and they're dead. I just not really see them ever do anything more than that. And, but succession they're like a team player now, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, purely yeah. utility. You're not gonna see them dive into like yeah. a couple people. They're not bombing. They'll just yeah, they'll evaporate. Yeah. So ye yellow, uh, yellow, can you elaborate on why you you feel like they're king for like AOA stuff? Uh, it's utility. Like AOA is team play and coordination. And if you dive bomb, you're gonna get grabbed. You're gonna get counterplayed. You're fighting against like really skilled players, right? That can actually focus on you. Whereas large scale is a lot harder to focus on one wizard teleporting from a position that you're not looking at. Um, but in AOA, you're just you're constantly looking at your opponent, and um, and you have teammates that can help and peel for you and stuff like that. So I think the suck casters are still like, really strong. Um, I, I played against um, Belly's team with Flannels and Kit, and I can easily say that Suck Witch is still like a top five AOA class. Um, yeah. We haven't seen it yet, but I actually think Suck Wizard is going to be really cracked in AOA now as well, because Suck Witch has kind of dominated out of the two casters. But Suck Wizard with the new um, Super Armor Bound Bolide uh, as range, like they just constantly range poke and they kite. They don't play in close quarter anymore, whereas Suck Witch, they use. Um, Voltaic Pulse, and that's like super armor, super armor bounds and evasion debuff. But I think for Suck Wizard, you just you kite, you poke, and you kite, and you poke with Prime Lightning, you poke with Fireball that uh, flows into um, the Bolide, and you just constantly poke, kite, poke, and it's really difficult for you to chase that kind of playstyle, especially if you build a team around that that can also help peel and kite for you, like a Valkyrie or something. Um, it's really strong. Yeah, I Rangers think is fucking correct. Caster gives you a way to to kind of win without class buffs. Um, in any way, it's it's really strong. Kind of what Yellow said. They stall out the match really hard. Um, I I generally think like it's something you can fit onto a lot of team comps, and it just generally makes them better. You're not really throwing it on something and making it worse. Slows heals range. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has everything. What about for what large scale stuff? Siege and node Speed. wars. Not fraggers anymore. Such a Aura strong buffs, fucking yeah, ability. Yeah. Not fraggers. Something that people might. They're not fraggers anymore. It, it, you, you'll notice on like the front pages of every guild that's like relevant. They are not there anymore. Yeah. They are all like very low death, uh, very high deaths, and kind of miserable. They're all very unhappy. Yeah, I think in the, like last night in the war. The war on uh, Navarre and Step, there was two or maybe three on the front page, and all three of them were like the bottom of the front page. 
Yeah. Uh, on caster? Yeah. On caster, yeah. Uh, yeah they're see, miserable. My guild, Musa's target them really hard. What's yeah, up? In my guild, Deceiver... I don't know. Deceiver and a couple other majors, they're actually really liking it. They switched their play style from, like, TP bombing into just the full range kit. So they take, like, the frigid right. fog control. And, no. uh, poke. That's kind of what you so have strong. to do. Yeah, and Deceiver, he's still top ragging. Like, that guy's top ragging every single Okay, maybe it's the play style. It's then. really good. It's yeah. really good. Suck Wizard's really good at range poking right now. Especially if you have like a line. team. Like if you have a team and you can stay alive, I mean, you still have all your utility, all your heals. If you have a lot of AP, a lot of gear, I mean, the, you don't, the you range don't risk. is crazy. Yeah, you yeah. don't put yourself in risk by teleporting in. You it's, just poke them, really they fake, make them chase you. Yeah. You're a ranger that deals less damage, but has utility. Part of the issue with Awakening, I feel like, is the classes doesn't have an identity outside of TP bombing. And it's like, why would you just not be a Musa if you don't if you if you want to bomb, you know? Right. And it's too easy to catch, right? It doesn't have that much mm -hmm. mobility. So like you cast like one heal, you're getting hit by like some range skill. So yeah. it's pretty rough for them. Um I think we still need heals though. It's I everybody just gets deleted. I think maybe that's where uh Valks might start to shine more. Because we can put out heals. those protected heals and it's still percentage base, but it's... Yes sir. Yeah, it's why Sockcaster is better at healing, because you can just cast heal, then you go into Earth Response, just three seconds super armor. You can literally just heal, kite a little bit, heal, Earth Response. It just keeps yourself well protected while doing range pokes. So definitely Sockcaster will probably see a lot more play in, in large scale than in the Awakenings. Um, The other thing I wanted to find out from you guys is, so after the reworks, during the reworks, everyone was like, Evasion is dead, and then they did the passive changes, and people were like, oh, Evasion's back, and now, like, half the community feels like Evasion is dead, the other half is like, the Evasion's still here, and they gave us this Kafiris, um event where we can just yoink all of our stuff out and swap to DR or swap to Evasion. Did any of you guys make the switch, and what are your guys' feelings on, like, how good is Evasion or, or DR? Um, Divios, since so you're the I king switched. of evasion. <laughs> <laughs> what do you I think, mean, Divios? <laughs> I mean, the same way I felt I liked my evasion on my sage before the patch is the same reason I like it on my striker now. It's not the same thing, but like, before you see it, right? Like, a lot against most classes, when I'm wearing my sizzle and I have all my buffs up, if, I'm not going to die from one person catching me. It's just never going to happen. It just doesn't happen for most classes. But now most can kill me, but what I love on, just like on my Sage last patch, my, most people could kill me in a combo, but it makes my SA trades way better. Like, I win SA trades against most classes in most situations because I'm, I'm tanky and, like, that my new skill heals me. And, like, I'm, like, you just, it, like, like, taking a full SA trade against that, it's, just, it's really hard. And just like on my Sage, it just, like, it makes those SA trades better. It, it's not for surviving combos. Though my DP build honestly doesn't feel much different. My actual full DP build feels almost as tanky. But all the, like the hybrid stuff doesn't feel tanky at all. It's just for just for uh, trading. Do you, I agree. Yeah, do you feel like there's a place for DR on some of these classes? Or do you think people should be going evasion? I still think evasion is better. But I think you can be, you can be DR. Like there's a there's a striker in my guild. He's like he's definitely like half a squishy or less than me with the same gear score, but he, uh, he he uh he can still play it and it's not bad now that it actually is damage the scales. 
the problem before with the with DR on strikers wasn't the fact that it wasn't good or playable. It was just the fact that your damage from 285 to 305 in Awakening felt the exact same, other than like one skill. So I'm like, why would I? What, what's the point? Where now, now it scales really well and does a lot of damage. Honestly, it does crazy damage, but it's yeah, it's really good. Yeah, Larry, you're gonna go evasion on your Valk? Never. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what about like Carcel? You were already evasion, but you said you swapped to DR, even though you just got the all evasion passive. Why'd you swap? Um. I actually didn't want to see an all evasion passive on Musa. Yeah. Because I feel like it would it would have to have been like really significant. Because I was already playing Hash, which had a uh, better evasion scaling. And I still died in just like two hits, you know, like two skills yeah. for the most part. Um, but I think for the average player, I think evasion is a lot worse nowadays. Just because there's so much damage. The reboots gave us uh, more damage on everything. And it's so easy to uh, itemize for accuracy to counter evasion. Whereas you lose a lot more, I feel, building defensively, trying to be tanky, going like a Sissels or a Centaurs. Um, like I have hashes in my guild that stopped playing and they were like people using like Centaurs and Sissels uh, on their hashes and they don't really use it anymore and they like rolled off a few of them because yeah. they just die and they don't like it. The hybrid builds are not the play right now. Yeah. I think it's like, it's like full AP with like maybe a little bit of hybrid or full and full DP. I don't think like Sissel Centaur, other than like 1v1 sometimes, it just it feels useless. But like wearing my but wearing my like full AP with Sissel feels good. Or like if you have just an if you have like if your class has an evasion off and just the evasion off end is good. You haven't lost too much if you're geared. Yellow, I know you still do good damage. I know you made the switch, or I were thinking. I heard you were thinking about making the switch, or maybe you already have. What are your thoughts for like the assassins and Rizu too for? Ninja Kuno going DR or evasion these days. Um, yeah, you want to burst? Uh, sure. Um, I was actually thinking of going DR. Uh, I'd actually talked to a couple ninjas about the DR build, um, MIGs and uh, run up, uh, suck ninja from corrupts, and wanted to see their input on uh, human damage on DR builds. And like for their player cells, like dive bombing and constant moving, it's 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 strong, right? But I don't really dive bomb all the time. I skirmish a lot. So I think evasion is probably still um, a more overall better build. But if you're a ninja that just likes to do montages and stuff, then definitely the glass cannon DR build is, is the way to go. But I'm sticking with evasion. I was actually planning to stop the DR, but I'm, I'm definitely sticking on evasion. Freezing. Um, For Kuno, I think it's a little complex. I, I like DR more on Awakening, and I think evasion has a place on Succession. Part of the reason for that is Moonstorm scales really, really hard with accuracy and just human damage. And again, like I said, the goal with Awakening Kuno is to be able to kill with DB, you know, Halo, Moonstorm Spin. Um, like your gameplay just really, really scales. You get that to go off and actually get kills off of it. Um, with Succession, you you have a lot more like burst trade potential, and there are like combos you can set up with succession where you can get a little bit more um like accuracy like just being able to buff stomp just doing a lot of like chip damage and stuff beforehand um so i don't know like i i think there's a place for evasion on suck but i i would still like lean dr for me personally just because 
Yeah. I I like the ability to be able to kill anybody. Uh, you know. Yeah. I, I don't. That's kind of how I am. I'm just like, eh, if I get caught, I'll die. It's fine. As long as if I catch someone, I can kill them. I'll be all right. Well, it's like with Suck and Kuno, uh, with Suck and Awakening Kuno, we kind of generally have the tools to play our way out of most given situations. So I, I don't, I don't really feel the need to like be forced into taking trades. Right. I feel like I have the choice to do what I want. Flannels, are you back? I see, I see you in the voice. I think you're back. Uh, yes, sir. What's up? Is there any place for evasion on Awaken Ranger? Let's say if you play exclusively Awaken Ranger, is an evasion build, does that work for that class at all? Uh, unironically, yeah. Like, hybrid isn't a bad option. There's an EU Ranger that runs evasion, and it's not bad. Um, it is more that, like, you know, you just you build hybrid. Um, do I think it's good? No, but is it possible? Yes. Yeah, you still prefer DR. I mean, suck is yeah. obviously no question, right? I think DR is just too much freedom with what you want to do. Were you with suck ranger getting damage buffs? Because suck ranger was already pretty good damage, but now you guys have a little bit less split damage. You guys have back attacks. They also just buffed a couple skills, like tearing arrow now has special attacks. Um... Are you able to drop the human damage and still feel like your damage is good to try to get a little bit more survivability? Or are you just sticking with human damage? Or do you even use human uh, damage? I don't use human damage currently, but I guess the thought process is like every other range class, right? If you're in Node War Siege, um, you're a ranger, right? You're going to get caught no matter what your gems are, you're going to die. You might as well run full human damage, like, oh, I'm going to kill them before they kill me kind of thing. And play around your ball, hide, use them as cover, right? Hmm. Um, what what you, about... Yeah, go ahead. Um, with the thing about Suck Ranger getting damage, I'm torn on it because the AP scaling on it felt horrible. Um, like, for example, a Trial v. Trial on Suck Ranger, granted, as hard as it hits, Trial v. Trial Suck Ranger, it really can't even kill me. Um, like I'm, I'm another ranger. I'm squishy. If they get a CC, they can't kill me in a combo most like most of the time. But it has amazing uh, AP scaling, and I, I'm that's why I'm like torn because on the lower end it wasn't a threat at all. It was pretty insignificant. But on the higher end, it was blowing people up. It was really scary. Right. Um. Newsar, do you feel is it a little bit different on Awaken or on a Archer since you guys do have a little bit more elusiveness when you get gap closed on? Or like do you run human damage or do you think it's better to run normal crystals? I run human damage at the moment. Um yeah, that elusiveness you speak of is a a reason why I dropped the homes. It's like I don't need too much survivability. It's if I get dove on and I get blown up, then usually it just chalks up to my poor positioning. You can always position better as an archer. Um, so I just went for the full, you know, gas, like light them up. Yeah. Kind of deal. What about in 1v1? If Do you think that it changed? Like if we had crystal presets and you could just swap at will, would you be using the human damage in 1v1 as well in like BA? Uh, probably against another archer, but with how much damage we have right now and how much pressure we can put on blocks, I would probably still run the human damage. Yeah, I wish we had crystal swaps, by the way. 
Same. So badly. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be I a nifty to, feature. I really wanted to try full human damage with the rework to see how much well, how much damage can I actually do if I do some freak shit. <laughs> <laughs> full yeah. human striker. What about uh on Musa Carcel with your with uh you now now that you're playing DR, are you human damage or are you just uh normal crystals like hooms and stuff? Um yeah, I went full human damage. But I did drop the uh Kobe's and I put in the special evasion crystals. Yeah. Um, but I mean I, I used to think because I haven't played DR in so long. Like I thought like wow my evasion's squishy. I'm sure like DR can't be that much worse, but like when you're DR with human damage it is, it is way worse. <laughs> yeah, you just blow up. Hard. So, I was I was right there with Yellow when he was explaining that. That's like exactly my take on it. Like, I think you play DR on a lot of classes, especially with human damage. If you just have a play style where you're just trying to kill players, like you're just dive bombing, like montaging. I think that's really besides like shield classes that can like do a lot with it. I think um, that's probably the only. Am, am I the only weirdo? Use it. Am like I if the you're only trying to skirmish? Do anything else? I think evasions. Yeah. Better for sure. Am I the only weirdo running uh, DR and like running HP and Hooms and yeah, the HP weird. cups and all that stuff? That, that's actually a pretty it's good build though build for like Zerker yeah. or like Valkyrie. Yeah. It's it actually is, really yeah. strong. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Narc, Especially Narc HP with Cap, build. Like Cap Siege, I'm at like 8.5, you know, pushing like 9k usually. Yep. I'd say that's pretty yeah. standard for DR. The HP it's, stack, it's really right? strong. HP stack is really strong in this meta. I've tried it. It wasn't that awful. It's just like uh, I miss pulling people up quicker. Yeah, maybe I. Depends I, I on the class and playstyle, right? Like if you're a block class, I think HP build or HP stacking is much better than glass cannon. I just hate dying in spin spree. That's like my only thing. It's like I, I'm okay with dying when I get CC'd. I just can't stand dying when I'm in spin spree, which is why I'm like, because like if I go to like in Node War on Kuno right now, I'm I'm like 7.5k HP with the Node War buff and like all my buffs and villain stuff. So like I can actually like get off a full spin, you know, if I'm again, if I see Divios riding on his horse and getting off all slow, I could CC him and actually do the full combo while his team is hitting me and not die. But My yeah. team? <laughs> yeah. My team was nowhere around me. I was oh, by myself. Well, who has, someone right. was hitting me, all right? You still went down, yeah, and it felt yeah, good. Yeah, your allies, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it was my first kill on Divios in Node War and on an Awakened Kuno in, like, two years. It felt amazing. It was the greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah, I was um, flying in to try to stop repairs or something. I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, you were griefing. You rode your horse literally to their barricade and then dismounted. Yeah. <laughs> With like a whole guild there. I guess that's a striker thing. You could just do that. I don't know. Don't question it. Don't question it. <laughs> I was right. like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, all right, their base is about uh, all of my movement abilities away. Now I can dismount my horse safely over here. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, Yeah, so you prefer the skirmish style, Yellow. So you, you actually do want the bit of tankiness with evasion. Um, yeah. Is your damage against evasion classes better with the hard aim change? I know some people look at it at face uh, value and they're uh, like, our accuracy is worse because they lowered the hard aim so accuracy. I, personally, for Ninja, I think the 2.5% accuracy is like completely irrelevant because if you look at it with the comparison of your entire, like all your accuracy together, it's only like 10, 11 accuracy. It's really not that much. Um, but what you gain is like 10% alt evasion. And what we had back then was melee evasion. So against casters and range classes, 
and magic classes, we evaporate. So having a little bit more evasion against those classes from like range poking is a lot better because we don't just take like two skills from range and just die. So that's why for large scale, um, I swap my magic DP to melee DP mm-hmm. um, and having high melee uh, evasion really helps out against um, the melee classes. So definitely a lot better to SA trade in that in that scenario as opposed to worrying about range classes and getting poked a little bit. What about your single target damage with the uh, prime hard aiming? I evaporate range? any target, any target that if I grab, they're dead. It right. doesn't matter who it is. I also run like an accuracy offhand. So I kind of just, I pop hard aiming and yeah, I kind of just evaporate. And this is without e-buff. If, if it's yeah, with if e-buff, e-buff, then like, just I'll, do any skill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah e-buff, I kill any target standing. Like it doesn't matter. But um, on the ground with hard aiming, I can kill. Like I, like I have a pretty strong combo now for like 430, 420 DP evasion players. So I think I have a pretty good idea on how much damage I can do. Actually, I might have to test damage on you again, Divios, because we haven't done that in a while since the, the AOA. But probably ask you to test some damage sometime. How's the uh how are slows in game? Like they, they added the slow cap. Do you guys notice it being better, the same, worse? I feel like I'm never I, slowed as great. I don't notice slows. I don't notice yeah. it as much. I get slowed, but it's like I can still play, it seems. Yep. Like it's not it's not like ridiculous. I like playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well it is kinda interesting because like fifty percent slow is still pretty brutal, but it seems like I don't know if it's just because the meta uh, has changed and it's damage trading, but it seems like there's not as many slows being thrown out. It might just be because of fewer casters. casters. It's, it's yeah. not just 50%. It, it's 50%, and then if you have like a movement speed buff, it's now 20% minus that, and it's still the 50% is the cap. Beforehand, if you had a 20% movement speed, right, it would essentially go over the cap. So it's actually way more significant of a uh, nerf to slows. Yeah. Right. yeah, That's good, sure. man. Thank there, there's, a, there's a second <laughs> buff, man. The that's, a, yeah. that's a yeah the block jump flip right yeah uh, that's, that's an evasion mm-hmm. cap striker right there right, p3 see. attack speed cat uh add-ons super was, good. was no. that your um was that your dp set or was that just no, your regular that was, set that was, that was Centaur. okay uh going back on like evasion versus dr i just think that it's still the same old saying where basically if you're not geared right at least like 700 plus uh, pretty much just go DR, and especially if you don't play an evasion class, right? Same thing. The same thing. Yellow said, right? If it changes based on your playstyle. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Ketsuro. I realized that I don't have the gear to actually even try it, so I was like, I like blowing people up, so why not stay? Yeah, exactly. Right. You pretty much only go evasion if you want to be a little bit more tankier for trading, and you're willing to sacrifice uh, a lot of AP and accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think that depends on gear levels, how much you're sacrificing. Uh, yeah, that can be true. But I think no matter what, um, only hard cap, you know, like hard cap would be somewhere like 309 with Sissels, I think, right? Or 301. Yeah, pretty much something like that, right? Yeah. So at that point, you're still sacrificing, let's say, I don't know. I, I personally wouldn't run 330, but I think you're sacrificing a lot of accuracy that you can trade for human damage or vice versa or whatever. My main problem with like worrying about accuracy right now is that there is like four evasion players per guild that I actually have any amount that they don't still instantly die. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's that's the main problem with me for building accuracy right now. It's like it's like I it's like I could, but 
everyone's dr human damage <laughs> yeah that, that's <laughs> a route i thought about too that's why i'm gonna go accuracy but swap to accuracy for human damage as an evasion build for more damage that's it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like a weird spot where i'm like huh well you know i i could get some accuracy but yeah but like it's those those guys are the ones that are the most annoying that you want to kill personally like yeah. i can't it's always like, someone it's, always like can strikers and, it's like strikers mystics and like hash so like do I really care about fighting one striker, Mystic, or a Hash? Not really. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, especially since, like, I don't know, I, I'm just a mentor, right? I, I yeah. think I, I like to use the term, like, I know my place, right? So <laughs> if, if I see if I see someone <laughs> like that, right, I'll let my guildies do with it, right? He can fight five other people, but, you know, I'll, I'll focus the other people that I can kill. Yeah, I, uh, I, I take full responsibility of the evasion players we have to fight for our guild. We're good. I just I say... Accuracy buff my allies and let them deal with it. There you go. I'm I, if I see someone that's really, really tanky, I just want to damage test them. I know. <laughs> You're one of those. Yeah, dude, I'm the same <laughs> way. Dude, there's so many people, man. When I, walk in, check. <laughs> when I walk in DA, bro, I have to like put on full DP because eight people come over to try to test their damage on me. It's the, it's the only reason <sighs> in Node Wars I waste time on Shies is just to see if I can kill it. You know, it's like I don't even care if it dies. It's not that important. I'm just like, can I? I'm gonna stay here and fight it for a while. DP shies dies so much faster now. It's crazy. It's bad a little they bit. Just, they just don't sit. They can't it's sit like, anymore. They just gotta skateboard around. My DP build feels almost the exact same as it did before the patch, apart from Rangers. Everyone else, I feel like I, I'm just as tanky as I was before when my DP build. It, All you gotta feels... do to kill a shy is ping it for the archer. <laughs> But that's the problem with Shy. Shy is like, I mean, Shy has never been that tanky. It has really bad base stats and not and, and almost nothing in terms of like buffs. So yeah. it's like it's just it's just the fact that it it can't build anything else really. So it's just kind of it just has HP. Um. Ooh. So they announced that at the end of January they were going to release the Arena of Solaire and Global Labs. Um. My question for you guys, and I kind of want to, let's just go down the list. We'll start at the top with Basque. Um, A, are you interested in ranked arenas? And B, what are you kind of hoping they are in terms of the format and what kind of gear you use, etc.? So Basque, if you could start. Uh, I would try it out for a little bit, but unless it's like a 10v10, I'm probably not that interested personally. Uh, I would hope that they um, have a good payout. So like PvP is incentivized. That's mm -hmm. the most I can really think about it because, like, if it's more, if it's less than ten v ten, it's a lot of like team coordinating and things that I imagine someone would be better off having a grab class on, and I just don't feel very inclined towards that, honestly. Carstel, um, I think for the Arena Solaire, I think it's gonna be a really good addition in the game. I've been wanting that for like a really long time. Uh, I do hope maybe there's like ranked either seasonal or like some kind of monthly reward kind of thing and maybe also it's like good money worth your time to do but uh like rbf good money <laughs> yeah i was i don't know i, I was reading the rbf God. like i remember when the g lab dropped and we were like, oh they buffed rbf and i was so excited i'm like wow i'm finally gonna make money like doing rbf or something and they <laughs> about like four mil but i think the metal change was pretty cool so maybe that's overlooked because essentially they almost reduce the cost in half for buying like a human damage crystal right so i, I guess if you're like one of those guys that sits in rbf 
for hours, then you'll you'll make some more money. But they also I, I really just finish. wish, like at this point in the game, like what five years in, we could do something PvP wise, like all the time on the side for fun, and also make like a decent amount of money doing it. You know, that's what I've always really wanted. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Basque? I said they also doubled the price. Like the RBF crystals are more expensive now. Right. Yeah, I just wonder: true, yeah. are yeah. their price is their price gonna hold up at that high amount? Because if they're easier to get, it makes me true. wonder. Yeah, if yeah, people keep breaking them, fun. right now, no. Right now, crystals. I mean, shouldn't really have much high value, right? Because everyone can abuse the ten mil tags. And yeah. You just always have your crystals. So apparently, there's a yeah. There's a lot of orders though on some of these, and they're all sold out. Most of them. Um, Divios, what, what are you hoping for for the Arena of Solaire and what gear format uh, do you think I'm it'll be? I'm super excited for it. I, I hope it's not just a giant flat open area like the current AOE map. I think the old AOE map was 100 times better designed. And I hope they do something where it's just not just flat open field. Because that just... It's Solaire just really... is the Altanova Arena, right? That's what they said it would be based uh, on. I don't know if it's going to be exactly yeah, what that. Yeah, with like a four big version of that I think that's what it is. Oh my <laughs> god, please no. That's what I've heard, man. <laughs> that's awful. It's so small in but there. But then, for gear, I think it should be capped, but you should be able to, at least, you should have a pick of whatever crystals you want. I really do not think it should be capped like Siege and Node Wars, because those caps make almost every stat in the game irrelevant, and every buff and debuff in the game irrelevant. And I think that, like, Stuff like that are really important to like how classes work. I th I, I mean like I don't I don't know if they should have like hybrid stuff or whatever, but I think at least they should you should be able to choose your crystals and like and your add-ons should matter and stuff like that. Where like on like none of that matters when you're doing a cap siege other than HP. Right, flannels. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm excited. That's like the one place, small scale. My class uh, actually has a place, and it's really sick. Uh, pretty much for the system. Adding on to what Divio said, I agree. Like the idea, like the, I guess the some of the stats, like oh, the AP, DP, the DR, and the Vision. I think that's fine if they were to copy paste that. But if they just made it so your add-ons, um, like class, like class passives and crystals exceed over the cap so you can actually have some diversity right i think that'd be cool because it's like especially with uh, the passive thing in the game like a lot of people got passives right and it's like there's things like i look i got six ap i like it it's nice but where what's that going to help me uh the cap siege th those kind of systems that is literally a useless passive and i look people have these percentage ones HP. People have people have like these percentage ones, like ten percent crit damage on DK or like people have no, attack nuts. speed, stuff like that. Like they have these insane passives that are just disregarded by the caps completely. And I don't know. It's um. I hope they definitely do it right and they let us play around with our stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because I do think like buffs and like being good at keeping up your buffs and debuffs on people, I think is so important and like such a big part of the game. I just like whenever I do cap seeds, I'm like, man, like I don't, I don't need DPD buffs. I don't need any of this stuff because it doesn't do anything. There, everyone's like, it only does stuff against people that are like barely over cap. And so it's like, what's the point? They just rebuff crit thing, at least. Yeah, the only thing you do is yeah, you get crit damage, down attack damage, and HP. But like every other AP buff, DP buff, evasion buff, 
debuffs, all that stuff just doesn't matter. It's just, it's which is pretty sad. Um, Katsura. Um, I think let's say they balance it right. Let's say they balance it to um whatever cap they have. I think it should be cap as well. I would be excited to see something like a ten v ten, three v three, and a one v one, all three of them, right? So I think, but I think, you know, you would obviously have your different placements for your 3-3 1v1s and uh, 10v10s, right? But I right. think 1v1 should have at least a global 1v1 uh, ranking, like ELO ranking or ranks, let's say, right? But I think there should also be a uh, another section of 1v1 where it's um, 1v1 for classes only. So let's say Meiwa, right? I should be able to fight another Meiwa and see my rank against that other Meiwa in that specific 1v1 scenario, right? And anyone can sign up, and that applies for every class. I think that would be a cool feature. I think that's pretty huge for the system in general. It's actually something I f- forgot about. Yeah, if, if they do it right, class they'll, specific, they'll, yeah. they'll bring back a lot of veteran players that were focused solely on PvP that don't like large scale, I'm pretty sure. Larry, you're feeling on the arena? I agree with, I agree with Katsuro. Um, Pretty much everything he said was what I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ming? Yeah, um, no, I agree with like what Devious and Blount said. The add-ons are definitely obsolete for cap stuff, but you know, I, I'm just hoping that the arena is actually spacious so that you know, there's <laughs> I mean, part of me was honestly scared that they would make it like a, like, you know, the BA small arena 2.0. Or whatever. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what Delta Nova Arena is. It's uh, bad. It, it's basically yeah. that BA Arena you just described, but it also has pillars in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's too small, it, it's it's going to be quite hard to play around a lot of my kit. But it, yeah, and it, I, it's like, yeah, I just want the Arena to be good. I am excited about it. Finally, a ranked ladder. Uh and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like, I just want to see what the cap is, though. Like, six thirty is what I heard, but yeah, you know, I heard that they're gonna also like up it as the game progresses, which yeah, I guess like I guess it's okay. Yeah, actually, uh, I I mean, I'm excited for them introducing it. I don't like the sound of that map, though. I yeah, I mean, I think it'll be a lot of fun, was... but they they need to maybe allow for a little bit more flexibility on that map. You don't like avoid lightning covering half the map? No, I like I I don't like that idea now. <laughs> yeah, I the way they described I mean there might be multiple maps, yeah, they were saying the way they described it, there might be multiple maps, but they I don't know they didn't I don't know if they necessarily said it was going to be exactly that arena or based on that arena's design. So I am not too sure how big it'll be, but I imagine they know it can't be like the King of the Hill thing, but then again, who who knows? I don't know. Maybe they don't know that. I mean, they have the arena. They have the AOA, and that's what people do tournaments in, so it's kind of obvious that it'd have to be something at least, like, kind of big. Um, I don't know. Uh, Nusar, you going to be participating on your archer? Yeah, uh, I agree pretty much with uh, especially what uh, Kitsura said. I'm just extra, uh, extremely excited that no matter what the team limit is, like 10v10, 3v3, 4v4, to be able to have an archer-only team in my guild. Reezy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. let, me, let me throw you the question to you this way. Do you prefer it to be like based on your own gear with a cap, or do you think 
trials would make more sense. Um, I don't know. I think there's an argument for both, kind of like to what others have said. You know, managing your specific build for the way that you want is nice, but having a template also solves some other issues. Kind of the last thing I want is gear caps to allow people to start being cringe and running manos next because I feel like those ruin 1v1s like a lot. Um, yeah. Resist so is that my would be, concern too. That would be my hope. And then a little bit about the ladder. Firstly, I'm hoping for 2v2s and 3v3s. Um, 1v1s are cool and all, and I I've, I've definitely, like, I really enjoy that. The only thing I'm worried about is if they introduce too many ladders and you start taking the queue pool and splitting it to the point where you end up with, like, 30-minute queue times. Uh, so I would hope that whatever they decide to do, they, they take queue time into account. And talking about key limitations, uh, there's definitely a discussion to be had about, like, do you allow Awakening and Succession classes to queue together? Are those separate classes? Right. Um, do you allow same class on the same team regardless? Like, three archers, for example? Uh, I mean... Are they willing to change it? And then, in regards to the map, part of the reason why I think you know everyone's talking about spaciousness and Divi is talking about the old map is um, the AOA map right now is garbage. It is so bad. It has not kept up with the mobility people have received in the game compared to when it was made. And like the matches that you see in AOA right now are a direct result of that. Like the meta right now is literally due to how small the AOA map is. And the distance you can cover within it. So I would hope that uh, the map is like reflective of what current classes can do in Arena of Solaire. Yeah. Do you think it needs objects, or do you think it should be wide open? It needs objects. Okay. No, it needs objects. Um, Rez? Um, <clears throat> we're just talking about if we're excited for Arena Solaire and how we feel about the caps, yes? Yeah. What kind of gear should yeah, it be? Yeah, so... I mean, I'm excited for Arena Solaire. Anything that's more PvP, I'm more ex I'm super excited for. I mean, I'm literally doing the new RBF right now. Um, as far as the caps are concerned, I mean, my position on things like caps and content has pretty been pretty consistent. I think it should be like an option, um, but not mandatory. In a perfect world, you have different queues for different things. As far as how it should be capped, uh. Honestly, I, I think having preset gear, but having like different presets so that people can kind of take the preset that's best for their class would be the best way of going. I know that's the least likely way that they would do it, because this is probably the best we're talking about, but that would be the best way to do it, in my opinion, is you just have several different presets for all kinds of different uh, like classes that have specific gear types they like to use. Yeah. Uh, yellow? Um, I would play the hell out of it. Um, I've been waiting for a ranked arena for, like, so long now. It's actually ridiculous how long it takes. Um, they definitely need to address a lot of issues. Um, with rank system in general, it needs a lot of polishing for the, for people to enjoy it. So, I think one of them is definitely a map that is not heavily bugged with mouse movement, because I know a lot of Zerkers struggle with mouse movement in a AOA. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely need a new map. The current map is just so buggy. Like, there's a lot of areas where if you use certain teleport skills, you'll just end up underneath the map. Um, they need to have a proper spectator function as well, because honestly, watching Arena Varsha and suddenly your camera's just in the sky is just your viewer <laughs> is just gonna close the stream. 
Okay, they're just going to straight up close the stream. This is just so annoying. Um, so definitely good spectator uh, spectator mode. Um, if you're dead, you should also be able to spectate. Like you should not use that garbage observer mode. Um, in terms of the trials and cap system, I definitely agree with Reezy on where if people have the ability to customize gear, people are going to start running like resist stacking stuff and that's just going to destroy PvP again. Um, so I think it's better to have specific PvP gear for the arena that everybody could use and it's like it's equally balanced throughout all classes and like some you know gear changes customization stuff like that um definitely add-ons always play a good pl um they play a big role in it as well um in terms of i think there was another thing that Rizzi mentioned about the queue systems queue systems is um a really big concern too because you don't want to queue for 30 minutes you just don't want to play the game at that point right if you have to wait for like 30 minutes at, if you're like top end ranking um, a really great way to solve that is um, another game did this where they would have seasonal um, elos. So like three three month season, you queue up for ranked arena and then um, it's like a, a month break or a couple week break or something like that. And then you queue up for season again um, in terms of the ranked arena. Um, but I think for BDO, we could probably do like one season for 1v1, another season for 3v3. Um, that way people can like, comfortably play both and there could like pretty much be always queue times but i don't know how they would do that but maybe that could be an idea but yeah i definitely would play it i think it would be fun um you'll definitely see a lot of the old veteran uh pv players pvp players coming back to play as well yeah yeah can i add something to the queue time yeah uh i mean they can just it wouldn't entirely fix it but it would definitely you know like help the issue of uh, 30 minute queue times is that you could just have the options of queuing both four, you know, 10v10, 3v3, and 1v1s at the exact same time. Let's say if you were going solo, right? And whatever match it finds, it'll prioritize you into that match. Same thing with yeah. having uh, ranked and casual uh, at fights. At that point, you're advocating for random teams too. Yeah, I think I don't think it's a too bad of an idea to have randoms, but I think because most games do do that right because let's say csgo for example right you can solo queue into a 5v5 right but i think let's say if you're 3-3 three, three, and you have a preset 3-3 three, three team already uh i think it should queue you up with another team that has a preset 3-3 three, three team to kind of balance it because those three that you're queuing up with we have a, uh, you have the most experience with those players the the problem though is even let's say there was no one v one or ten v ten queue with the three v three thing you're talking about it requires such a large player base to be queuing up, otherwise like I don't know how the queue times would be short if let's say someone is if they just did like league ranking system someone's like grandmaster three v three team and they're queuing up and they can only match up against other grandmaster three v three teams like uh, how long is that queue gonna be? Dota 2 has a really good queue system. Um, the way, oh, the way God, they do I get, it. I get stuck in lo loser's queue like I am in League. I'll be there what, forever. What are you saying, yeah. uh, Dota 2 has a really good queue system for um, the ranked, their ranked system. is um, If you... It's party of five. Um, if you queue as a party of five, um, the opposing team can queue as solo and jump into that. They can queue as two, and they can queue as three. 
Um, if you queue as three, you can actually go into a team and play against a team of five. At least you'll maybe have like a team of two or you know two solo players beside it in your team. Mm-hmm. So I think in BDO, if it, if we're doing three v three, if you queue by yourself, you might queue up with a team of two, and one player plus two teammates is better than three solo players against like a full stack of three. So I think that's mm-hmm. a, a good way to um, help, you know, mitigation of like super experienced um, pre pre-made teams in terms of 3v3 because yeah queue times if you queue like grandmaster like in terms of ranking against another team of three grandmasters you're not going to find a queue like if like the top five teams are not playing at the same time you will most likely not get a queue so i think there has to be a way for leniency to queue up against um pre-made squads but at the same time not feel so um, behind in terms of just like ranking and skill i think that's okay do they need also just queue it up where it's like you could fight against anyone at any given time but like the amount of like, mmr you get per win is just progressively worse if it's against people out of nothing yeah um that's the other thing too is like just based on like player base and how many people are going to be queuing do you have an unranked version or is it always ranked because there is like a little bit both. of yeah there should be both but would they be completely separate or would your elobe kind of be throwing you into matches against people that are probably ranked as well? I just make it always ranked because as long as it's getting reset regularly, it's fine. Like maybe you just. I like, agree. I don't really see the point in unranked. Yeah. Hey, some people have ladder anxiety, man. That thing, it's real. All right. They like get to a certain rank and they're like, mm, I don't want to lose my rank. I'm going to stop queuing up. Well, I would they don't benefit from the rewards work. of continuing on. Yeah. I think at that point you kind of just RBF. Yeah. <laughs> you just RBF. True. True. Yo, you guys, you guys think, mentioned uh, how like uh, attack speed and movement speed is still like useless in uh, AOA. Like also like uh, you don't have the Vel buffs or anything. Yo, like uh, I don't okay. have food yes. buffs in that. Food stone should be standard. Yeah. Actually, it, instead of a food buff, I think what they should do is how Global Apps does it, where they have a tome that you could use, like a book that gives you all the stats that you need. And yeah. you can just HP. have it all permanently. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like a, like a tome of Solar or something. Yeah. I think that's way better than having to manually pop Alk Suns or like HP. Like everything should just, like, you don't have to buy anything. I think that's just silly. It needs yeah. to be polished. Because people well, forget to Buddha have Lucas. And then you have to reset the match because, like, one guy didn't have pots. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just unnecessary. It just okay, just talking, tournament time as well. You're just talking strictly for the uh, the arena thing, right? Yeah, the arena on like yeah, yeah. whatever characters that they decide 100% to do. Because like arena martial locks yeah, out yeah. your bus, or you can't pop anything, so you yeah. might as well just give them a, a a book that gives you all the stats that and, you need. For and for some whatever. classes, their combos are affected by that. What by seems speed, like a small exactly. attack speed, but it's actually significant. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they can't optimize some of their like they can't weave in some air attacks when they typically could in open world, blah blah blah, you know that kind of shit. Yeah, the the buffs are. I mean, the oxstones make such a big difference too. So yeah, it'd be. Yeah. I don't know. Some classes combos feel pretty awful if you don't have five attack speed and the five percent attack speed buff. Oh, yeah. Or like tamer with the move speed. Or just having open. yeah the worst move speed ever. Um, what about a, uh, uh, a pick ban phase for class? Oh my <laughs> no, god. Please. Wait, what did you say? In the seasonal not... tournament? No. That's oh, so uh, awful. I was saying a this pick is not, ban This is not phase. a MOBA. This is not a MOBA, dude. 
Yeah, I mean, the, like people usually <laughs> they only one trick. Let's be real. Most, I remember most people typically one trick. So I remember Vic Hans was in a tournament for the three v three, and he literally got banned three rounds. Yeah. He didn't even get to play in one yeah. game, yeah. and I was just like, <laughs> "What's the point of the system if one player just gets completely locked out?" Like it's it's the right play because he's very skilled and stuff, but that's just ridiculous. Why would you even do that in the first place? Just yeah. make it. They did it in the last seasonal tourney. <laughs> Stupid there too. I all right. Yeah, I'll, no I'm gonna to I'm gonna defend it in that seasonal tournament just in the regards of the spectator being able to see every matchup was kind of fun because that one was a pick ban phase where you weren't banned for all three matches. They yeah, like, you so got see, more than once. Yeah, so you yeah. got to see different combinations. But yeah, it was bad. It's bad for like the competitor for sure. The the problem with that one was the fact that because they did that, they had a three v three that was three v three all the way up until the semis and finals, and the semis <laughs> yeah, and the finals, finals there was, was literally there was never a three v three match. It literally didn't represent the rest of the tourney or what anybody was practiced for. Like they sprang it on us like the last week is dumb. It was like way back in the day when Kikau was still publishing, they had um, the season tourney back then. And I was doing that with Memo Moore's um, and Amora. And they were allowing the BSR in that tourney. And I remember we brought it up to them and they were like, well, it's like CSGO, you know? You just like, you, you eco around and then you buy an op, you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> That comparison, huh. what? That was, that was, I, ha I still have the email. That is a oh line they use. Oh my god. You can oh eco god. and buy an op next round? That's... Yeah. So we gave we gave General Morris two hundred percent. We bought him an op. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, eco round in BDO. That's the first time I heard that. That's hilarious. Uh, that's my new when, when we just go in and instantly die. That's my new thing. It's like, I was like, that's fine. That was just an eco round. <laughs> that's my eco round. <laughs> <laughs> so well, good. It's actually pretty great. Similarly <laughs> themed. What do you guys feel about? Um, like kind of rules or regulations on class buffs because not all class buffs are the same. You guys have opinions on how class buffs should work in in this arena? We'll just um, say we'll just say well let's just say for three v three since it's a safe bet. Only one they should all be allowed. They should all be allowed. But if certain class buffs are way too powerful, it should have like specific like it should be slightly weaker to balance it towards scaling in the arena. Like if you're like let's say the old Zerker Q buff. Um, if you were to scale it for the arena of Arsha, maybe not have as many KDs, or like not a spammable KD, but like it gives them the same functionality. Um, I think certain Cubas, when we get to the strength of like top level play and people start abusing certain things, it'll become too powerful. So there has to be some form of scaling, I think, for the the e buffs because some e buffs are just obviously way more powerful than than others. I think a big thing is just making it once per match you can use your e buff. Once per, like, Q. You oh. mean, like, once per... Like, if it's a best of three, you can only use it one time in those three matches. Yeah, because that's pretty If good. you think yeah, about it, your, your yeah. e-buff, like, the, the idea behind it is this is, like, your trump card, right? This is... I'm going to use this and get a, a round out of it. So what do you do Being able Nova? to get that multiple times... Uh, what do you do for Nova, you said? Yeah, what do you do about, like, Sage, where they have reset? I mean... They've shown before they have the ability the to make very it. specific abilities under very specific circumstances. LVS skill, pointing that one out. Yeah. There's no reason to say they couldn't make a skill specifically for Reno Solaire. What if it was a uh, a catch-up mechanic? Like, let's say, for example, you start off, no one's allowed to use e-buffs, but if, if, let's say, every time you queue up for a 3v3, it's a best of five. So first the three wins, and then you're out. If your team is down 0-2, it lets you use your e-buff for just that one round. 
as the O2 player or the O2 team? I personally don't like catch up mechanics. I think it breeds like very cheesy playstyle. That's just me personally because well, I think there, if the there's person strategies you can effort, build around it too. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. But the way I see it is like if your player is skilled and he comes back with like just basic default settings, I think that's way more impressive in the long run. And it works. It makes you work harder for that, in my opinion. Whereas yeah. if you know you have a catch up mechanic, then you just wait until that. You know yeah. what I mean? And it Especially really... when you're in the context of a ranked situation, like you should be able if you're if you're at this rank and you're competing for this rank or higher rank, you should be able to perform. And if you can't, well, you get downgraded. It is what it is. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I definitely agree with that. If you guys remembered the Grand Prix horse race that they came out with a couple months ago or so, right? You yeah. guys remember that they have a catch-up mechanic for last place losers, right? Yep. I will literally yep. just AFK in the spawn for 20 seconds and be able to rank one at the end of the race. It just made me not want <laughs> yep. to play that playstyle. I, I hated that because no matter how hard I tried in the first minute, minute and a half, it doesn't matter because last place is going to catch up. Yeah, if if you're first, your your horse goes like a snail's pace, and if you're last, your horse is a speed demon. It's like it's Mario Kart, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I'm personally a fan of the buffs once a match type thing. Yeah. Large, the class buffs are definitely like seemingly designed around large skill being 30 seconds. Like that that's insane. Yeah. I do think that, and they do vary a lot. I mean, like even like for me just like for strikers my awakening one gives me evasion dr attack speed and and i can run at people in sa for 30 seconds and in suck it gives me 20 dr and five percent attack speed or yeah. for, it was the same dr and five percent attack speed because i because the ap does nothing so it's just like well like like I my, my other keep just doesn't exist the other absolute big thing that I would want to have in Arena is take out locking out Vs with knockdowns and knockbacks and stiffs. Completely remove that. Yeah. You should Agreed. you should be able to V in every single situation. Thank that you. should not be a game thing in general, though. Yeah. yeah exactly. It, you should not be able to get your V locked out at all. And I think another option that they need to do with the Vs is the moment you press V, all damage is like done. Like you should not be dying in your V. I also think that's terrible that dots. They travel through Vs as well. Um, so if you're dotted and your fairy pot doesn't go off before your V and you like pop your V, you can actually just straight up die in your V, which is that's also a really bad mechanic in my opinion. So I so, think they also need to buff Vs so that it's a lot more playable in group play. So so they made the uh the V sniff change. Uh, is there still like I like pets track, right? So still so pets are still well, a problem with pinging? Yeah, so the uh, audio chase is gone. The it, it still has sound, though. I'm not sure many of you know this, but fun fact. You saw the targeting as well, V-targeting. Uh, there, there, there's a targeting bug, but the there's, also, there's, also yeah. still, there's also still sound. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just way quieter. <laughs> I just remembered something that's going to be busted for that, specifically on this V-sniffing kind of business. Archer's new skill marked bloom. It marks people and reveals stealth. But you can. It also reveals for some reason the white dot of the player on the minimap while they're oh, in. Oh no! While they're. Oh, are you serious? God. I'm dead ass. Right no. That's oh, actually so sick. God. There's always oh something, God. dude. There's always something. That is an instant nerf. Holy yeah. crap! But like when you V right now, it still makes. It still shows. Like you still have sound of where they're going for the first like second and a half, two seconds of their V. It's well, just after that, then you then you lose the sound. Now PA is gonna nerf your damage and that skill. Good job. <sighs> that's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. I'm all in favor of balance. A and that's class. on your shift F, right? Like it just applies it now. I uh, know the S 
DSQ, the new skill. Oh, do, doesn't it also? I thought it also applied it to Shift F and Pre Awakening. Uh, the reveal does. I'm not sure about the V. The V oh, thing. Oh, okay, okay. But maybe. Got you. Yeah, that sounds pretty strong. <laughs> uh, and you <laughs> use SQ in combo anyway, so it's not really going out of your way to do it. Yeah, all, all, they, all that would happen is just, you get XCC, then Archer SQs them, and then they V, and they're they're dead. <laughs> you ignore every target and just chase still, these. They still so just need to make V. V should still just be iframe on stand-up. You should be visible, but you should be iframe on stand-up. You should still... also be able to move like that. Would, that would at least be. reset the scenario so that you they yeah, have a shot. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be like coming out of E and dying. Like that. I think that's also dumb. Yeah, it's not really that, a second chance. Right? Well, the sound is one thing, right? But like, there's like a bunch of classes and a bunch of different things that can happen to where you just you come out of E and you're just screwed anyway. Yeah, like you get a you get a spot man. You're completely named after you. Like a half second iframe linger. <laughs> 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 That poor spot, dude. Poor Nayashi. So I think Blade and Souls uh, trinket system is actually pretty good. It's not a like a invisible iframe. You every class has like a specific trinket that they could use, like a tab escape. Mm. And I think Bido could have that as well, where it's not like completely invisible in iframe, and you can track it, but you don't like take damage or anything. And it's a skill you can actually use to get out of CCs. Yeah, you, just, you just like break the combo. Yeah, you just break the combo and you just get out. And I think that's much safer. BDO, I like. I know they they try to follow the lore with like the black spirit kind of thing, which makes sense. But it's not good for like PvP type play. It's just not. It's not a good system. It's too buggy. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think V should just be like a. It, it should either not be a thing or it should just be a reset. You should like it. Yeah. Like it, like it just doesn't make sense because like there's certain classes and certain things are just they can't they can't do it. Like certain classes are too slow. They can't chase a V. Other ones can other ones are better different like it's just i think it makes it it's a big because it's it's such an important part of the fights now it's like if you get someone's v and you catch them that's like a free win you just like pretty much and then because of the aoa size on the map there's really only like two given spots at any point in time in 3v3 they're actually safe if you guess wrong you're dead yeah yeah th this is why i almost wish they had the um I wish they went, you know how before we would extend it by letting go of the keyboard? Like, I kind of wish that full long extension was the V, like the default V. So you actually could get some True. distance, and if someone's going to chase you around for that long and let your team actually, like, put in work, then, you know, then they're actually sacrificing a lot. But I don't know, it's, like, so I short right the option. I think it should give you the option to mix it up, like if you want to choose the extended V or the short V, because there's some fights where you want to get out of V as soon as possible to help your team, yeah. and then there's some Vs you just want to disengage and reset the fight. So giving the option is great because it also mixes up your opponent on how long they want to chase or do they want to help a teammate. So it adds a little bit of layer of skill there too, I think. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I think whatever they do with it, it just there definitely needs to be something done, because it's just... You, it's too like, oppressive, yeah. Yeah, because it's just like, 3v3 fights, I mean, f obviously with the V sound thing, it was even easier, but now you still, just, if you have a fast class, like classes like Suck Ninja, or any DK, Archer, anything like that, it's just, you, you don't get the V. If, if you V, you're dead. And before the sound, as long as people, if people were listening, the only classes that you couldn't listen to were when there's a Tamer, because... The Highline pet is the loudest thing in the universe. Yeah. But, Same with hatches. If they have their tornadoes yeah. out, yeah. they can't hear Vs either because it sounds exactly like a V, their tornado. Yeah. So, like, other than situations like that, every every other situation is just you get one CC, they V, 
you know where the guy's being. He comes out of E. He's standing there for three seconds doing nothing. He dies. Funniest thing, and too, is when he knows he's going to get caught, so he gambles for the wall damage absorb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the play, dude. The wall damage absorb. <laughs> so glitchy, man. O AOA. Oh, my goodness. Maybe you stand up with full health like RBF, too. Oh, so sick. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by act just randomly. Yeah, that, that, that play worked for Hunter, man. <laughs> oh, my God. That was tragic. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird because, like, with um, equalized gear or cap gear, like, if you're a class that does kind of rely on evasion, you just don't really have that. Do you think, Divios, that if you're a DR striker, or like if it's trial gear, I mean, striker's still pretty tanky without like full evasion, right? Like, so it's not that big a deal, or do you feel like it's pretty detrimental? Um, I think it's pretty bad. Yeah. But I do, I do think it's okay, though, as long as... I, I just don't... Like, the problem is just like... Like, I think, like, the way they did, like, seasonal was good. Because a lot of pe people could go their human damage. They could go resist. They could go HP. They could go whatever they wanted for that. And you could counter it. Like, I, cause we basically all, we all had, we all had ignore KD. And I went, I went full, like, HP and evasion crystals. And then Mac on his torque, he was full human damage with ignore KDs. And then Vert was, I think, I think he was probably a little bit of both. And it just, it made, the, it made the, a lot more interesting than just and obviously just like with the add-ons and stuff mattering i just think like even just something as simple as crystals makes the a lot more interesting doesn't uh guild wars do that they have like trial based gear and then they have like a a shop with just like 50 crystals that all pvp type crystals and you can just customize however you want mm -hmm. and obviously like if they think a certain crystals are too strong for that they could make it could literally just be Arena Solaire crystals, they're just only like they're like weaker or stronger yeah. versions of other crystals outside of there. It just it just uh just like I do think like some part of customization I should agree. be yeah. should be in because it, it like certain classes can can't don't all play the same way. Yeah. Obviously That's... they make like like pre rework, right? DK trial, dude, that thing literally won't even move my health bar, man. They wouldn't even do like it'd do like 500 damage full combo on trials because the trials are too tanky for that. That's mods then, too. Yeah, like it's just, but it's just like there's certain trials that just like they don't work at certain gear sets. So like, and I don't, I don't want to just like el like eliminate a class just because they chose because this gear set is just bad for them this this month or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah, why much I was damage to us the templates. That's the best way to do it is to just have it be have it be like templates that you can choose from several different ones, which it sounds like that's what they did for that tournament. I'm not sure what tournament that is in all honesty. Which one was that one that you're talking about, Devios? That was the Tuvala tournament. So everyone was seasonal. Oh, the Tuvala tournament. That's right. You're, okay. so you're Tuvala and then you could have ignore crystals, you could have yeah, you could customize all your crystals and add-ons and stuff. I really enjoyed yeah. how that like we're going trial striker was not like that was a stupid it was so stupid we kill each other Bro, in we, one we we even tried to like counter your build at that time too i think we calc yeah. the evasion with the sealed earrings or whatever too and we were like trying to no, counter well, it well, with... why, why could i couldn't wear those in the tournament no no, no. Well, you were still able to wear the ring though right was it the ring no, or the belt no, i couldn't wear anything i was wearing oh, okay 
Okay, I, I got wear, you. Oh, I could, no, I could wear a Sula. That's what I could wear. Oh, that's right. That's it, was cool. Sula. Said it, it was a Sula. It was a Sula. Right. Right. I dropped like 15 AP for 3 DR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's and what we, I, did. I don't know. I think we assumed you were wearing two of you guys. I think we assumed like someone was going to have the Ignore KD crystal, so we didn't even run out of this. I think we, yeah, we, all, had, we all had Ignore KD. Yeah, they were all. Adas were stupid in that tourney for sure. Yeah, our whole strat was get like a spiral, then just drop clones and birds on them. They never V, they just die. And of course, you had the classic uh, balance patch mid tourney that happens every turn. <laughs> yep. Uh, Why does classic. that happen? Oh my goodness! Why do they do that? <laughs> I, was, I was I was waiting for them to speed up like class reworks the day of the day of finals of this guild yeah. tourney. <laughs> uh, I hate to do this to everybody, but yeah. I I have been asked to bring up the topic of uh -oh. shy. Okay. What's that? Oh, what's that? <laughs> I feel like this is. Gonna need be, is, that yeah. that, is that the thing that gives me buff sometimes? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's a, it's that thing that buff? rides around on a moped, dude. All right, what do you, what do they what about shies? I mean, I guess just in general, like rework. Does anybody like? Does I anybody? Are, are people dying? Yellow, are you being killed by shies left and right? I mean, you're really the one at most danger here. <laughs> I have been threatened by three shies. Two of them are in my guild. And one of them was just like some random one running by me while I was life skilling. And they were like, I watched your video, Yellow. You better watch yourself. And I'm like, okay, man. <laughs> okay. I mean, apparently their PvE is actually quite a bit better post rework from what I've heard. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't, I. I only know one shy personally, and he's a, a pure life skiller. So, I, don't I mean, know, I feel man. like if you pick shy, you know what you're getting into when you pick the class, right? Like, well, after he works, shy is just down bad. Like, if you can get one shot by an archer of all classes, it's like with a full DP meme build, there really isn't much point to playing it in large I mean, scale. I feel like all shies do now is they just, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 and just over Veli <laughs> mm -hmm. or hide or Velia. They don't really do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, they're pretty good I, at Olins. They're really good someone, at Olins. I saw someone uh, skating on a Node War one time. Literally just skated. It was at like 5% HP, surrounded by like three people, including myself. They're like, okay, we can kill this guy. Hops on a skateboard, flies away. Couldn't catch him. I burned all of my movement trying to catch that motherfucker. Couldn't catch him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to say about Shies. I mean, that that's one thing though is the uh, the class, like the the class specific leaderboards will help that, right? Because they're so even though they won't be the top in the leaderboards anywhere, there will be one people that want to just be like the top shy. So like there there be people that go towards that, and the class like the class leaderboard is what that's all about. And stuff like yeah. that, where you just like the less popular classes being able to say you're the best of this class, even if you're way down on the list, just because your class isn't very good right now or for shy, probably ever. Uh, I'm wondering, stuff like that. I'm wondering if over time the arenas finally make um, them kind of have a, a second look at some of the modifiers, like how many ranked arenas. Are we gonna have to see where a Sork ends up stuck in a one v one against a striker, or or a DK, or a witch, or a wizard, and they and they can't kill him before they're like, hmm, maybe. I mean, Sork can definitely kill him, you know. 
<laughs> very, I mean, it, very it really, they can definitely kill me. It really just depends on what their philosophy is for the game. Like, does that does arena coming out mean that they're going to take a more active approach toward balancing four, three v three, one v one, two v two, etc.? Or are we still going to be supposedly balancing around you know large scale and whatnot? Yeah, well, you you might be right, Divius. They can kill you at like high gear, but can a how does a trial sork do against a trial zerker? Or again, that's 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 where like the that's where this like the stats come in. Like where where are we at? What gear are we at? Right. What setups do we have? What crystals? Like what, like that. That's that's where it comes down to it now. It's like yeah. Do I mean? Let's say there is a ranked one v one arena because I have a Gragovich in chat keeps saying balancing for one v one is a bad idea. But I I don't know why you can't make like minor adjustments to one v one. Like for example. I think the Twisted Collision change, like Twisted Collision on Mystic being a frontal guard um, float doesn't really affect large scale that much. So why is that skill in particular bad to balance for 1v1, which is what they kind of did? Or or do you guys think balancing for 1v1, is, I think, should you even do it ever? Or just forget 1v1s? I don't, I don't know I don't, I don't know about that skill specifically for Mystic, but for Striker, that's, that's, like a, that's a lot of my catches in large scale. Yeah, um, it's basically, I think, it's basically that or spiral. I think if they do some kind of balancing, is it's it's not so much balancing it for one v one. They need to balance it because it's like when you balance anything, it's chain reaction, right? You buff this one skill, and how does this skill affect you know the ten different classes, right? And you have to do this with everything. So if they're gonna do some kind of balancing, they should balance it in terms of three v three. Okay, what are these classes? What do these classes have? What kind of weak options do they have what are their strong options is this one strong option really good for this class but against like one class it's just completely oppressive so they have to do it in like a big vacuum in terms of you know what is strong what is weak that way there's in my opinion i think to have a successful um, arena system is everyone can have fun right so if you pick a class and you're like oh i want to play um you know like this one class that just really weak in arena varsha and I want to go in and I want to, you know, have some fun with my boys. And you can't, you're just not going to play. And that's one less player in ranked. And it's just that much harder for you to get, you know, a good player base for, for a ranked system. So I think they they need to make it so that everyone has some form of um, playability in, in ranked arena. So, like, Awakening Wizards, right now, they're at, like, the bottom tier of AOA, in my opinion. So I think they need to find a better way to make it so that Awakening Wizards can do well. And that's just hard to balance. Maybe they I add think, more movement to them or something. I don't know. There's just a couple things. Maybe a few things that they could do. I think they've started to pre-balance a little bit on some things. Um, obviously, they've missed the, um, the mark on some classes. But I think for a lot of classes, they have one spec that is more suited to dueling and small scale and one spec that is more suited to large scale. Um, so like Mewa, for example, we were talking about earlier, Succession is... That, that gap kit where you have the fast catches and in a lot of cases that's better for the small scale 1v1 type gameplay. Um, and the Awakening is very clearly more oriented towards, you know, being able to dump damage um, that might be a little worse in small scale scenarios. And I think if they did it right, even though it's not perfect, having the two specs per class could allow you to balance for both large scale and Arena Solar. From what I've been told, I've I've always gone to the, they they don't count Awakening and Secession as different classes. It's always as long right. like that them that's one class, 
And if that class, as long as one of the specs can be decent, viable somewhere, at, at, viable mm-hmm. at everything, like even at like somewhere, like not not being the best at everything, but being like, as long as you don't feel like terrible playing one of your specs for one of these things, then they're normally pretty happy with it. Oh, that's so, kind of what I've heard as well. Like if you're just like, if you're just like saying I'm a, I want to be an awakened tamer only, and I want to be the best large scale class, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, you could be you could be things you can do in large scale, but you're never gonna be like you're never gonna frag out, right? Same thing with like, like you're not like awakened wizards are never gonna be great in a one v one environment. It's just it's not gonna happen unless they do some ridiculous shit. So it's just like it's you have to yeah you, like, you have to use both your specs, and if if your spec you like is really bad, then you have to either just play, fight through it. Or you have to play the other spec. That's not what all people want to hear, but I think that's just like you, you won't be able to do it. You can't. You can't really. You can't balance it like that. And I also don't think you should ever be going for a full balance. Well, you kind of should, but you should always be like. I just think constant adjustments, like even if they're just small, makes the game fresh nonstop. No, I agree. I think yeah, having it is better than having something sit for because a year. Because right now. I don't care who's one-shotting me. I haven't been one-shotting Musa for years. I'm like, okay, cool. But I, what I do care about is that a Suck Wizard was one-shotting me for a year and a half. Right. That was not fun. And Suck <laughs> Wizard was making so I couldn't play my game my game for an hour, an year and a half. And that's what I cared about. Because they lasted too long. As long as like these, like the top end isn't always the top end, it makes it a lot less annoying. And a lot less like of a problem. So we think yeah, quarterly? People, people get to have fun. People get to have their fun for a little bit. Yeah, like, like there's yeah, like yeah. No class should be the best at everything forever, but no class should also be like bad forever. Every class should have like their moment. So what if they ended up doing? Because now she brought up quarterly. What if they ended up doing like would they hold off on balance changes until the season resets? At, at least in terms of like for arena type stuff, like smaller balance changes. Nah, nothing, nothing fucks with everything more than doing it mid fucking season. <laughs> The best, the best way to do big balance changes, Dota 2 does the same way, is um, they do it after a major tournament. Like after international, they do a huge patch. And then next year, people can prepare ahead of time for the next year's big tournament. And about, like you could do like bug fixes like that uh, along the way. I mean, it might be nice, but there's thing. nothing to say that they won't be willing to mess with things considering they've been glad to fuck people over in the past tourneys. Yeah. 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 But like, like, way Smite always did it was they would do where, like, if it's coming up to a big tournament, they do very small, kind of like insignificant changes. And then they'd have like a mid season where they do some big changes. And then they, and, but then they're, they're constantly doing like a couple, a couple decent changes every couple weeks. And they, they would happen mid season too. And that's fine. Yeah, I'm not opposed to but like nerfing anything like, super yeah. OP mid season. I don't, I don't really yeah. mind that as long as it's nothing too, too drastic. Yeah, like, they're try- like bring it back from being like uh, a 14 to like a 11, and it's like okay, but bring it from a 14 to a six, it's like okay, well, <laughs> like in like strength, it's just like okay, well that's kind of weird, because <laughs> then like people's entire strats are like ruined. I wish they were more vocal with their thoughts. Like, uh, how do I say this? A lot of times during the reworks, you know, I would wait all week, wait for the big G Lab patch, and then I would see a buff, and I'm like, just wondering in my head, like, why are they doing this? Like, it doesn't make sense. 
Now, even if, like, let's say, um, let's say they buff Sork damage, right? It's like, whether I agree or not, whether Sork needs to be buffed, um, it's like, that's whatever. But at least I understand, like, how they're feeling about the game, right? Like, what is their thought process? What do they think is strong? What do they think is weak? Mm. Just, like, more clarity to understand, like, what is going through their head. Like, they tried to do that a little bit, you know, because they wanted to, like, touch on things that they were, like, you know, affecting quite a bit, right? Like, um, example would be, uh, Duck Sage being the god of PV. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that, that's exactly that, that, that's like the prime example that bothers me. It's like, okay, yeah. fine. If you, if Suck Sage is too good at PV, can you at least like give us an example? Like, show us, like, hey, look, here's what you guys weren't doing on your server, but that happens on KR. These guys are pulling 35k trash at orcs with this much gear, and that's why it was too strong, so we had to tone it down. Otherwise, it's like everyone's sitting here like, wait, but that wasn't even the best PvE class, so why did this get nerfed? It doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and I yeah, with balancing the same thing. It's like every time it's like uh, we removed the knockback on Lunatic Discus and gave it a half forward guard, and then last minute we changed it, and it's like, well, huh? Like what what what's going on there? What is the thought process there? I don't know. It's just like, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Flannels. Like, it would be really nice to at least have an idea of what they're thinking when they do some of the stuff. So it's like, ah, okay. And they did, like, kind of try to do it for a little while, but it feels like they kind of stopped putting that blue text. They did that with Suck Sage. Like, they said they thought, they said from, like, their numbers, Suck Sage was overperforming in PvE. The problem was that they did it when they were buffing everyone else already. Right. That 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 was the part that was weird. It wasn't like if you were like, all right, well, Suck Sage isn't getting any PV buffs because it's already so strong, and we'll re we'll evaluate where it is after. But it's but they're kind of like, it's like yeah, everyone's getting these crazy buffs, and yours is going down. It's like okay, well that hurts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Communication's like odd in that respect. Yeah, commu communication and clarity, I think, are like. It's one of the biggest issues Prolivus has had over the years. Um, it was especially bad back in the in the cacao days where we were just having a guess as to who was making what decisions. But I feel like they are getting better about it, though. Like, am I crazy? Yeah. I well, I mean, so. that's what I was trying to say. Like, they, they're at least trying to communicate some. And I but still yeah, think it's the, definitely yeah, not blue notes. At all. Blue notes ring in the patch yeah. notes. Yeah, yeah. definitely and a lot better for sure. I still think there's nothing wrong with those things that are happening either. Like, if like, hey, suck sage is. Suck Sage is just bad for a while. Okay, well then, it. it I mean, it, I feel like it's had its time since release until rework, where it felt incredible, and like I don't think like just like I was saying earlier, I don't think a class should be like feeling crazy for that long. And just like I was like, and just I don't know. I just think like just, adjustments in general are good, and as long as like like just re reshuffling where classes are makes the game a lot more interesting. Yeah. I mean, how how long, for example, let's use Moose as an example since it's the target. I mean, how long before you guys are like, how has this not been addressed? Like, how, how much longer from this point do you have before it starts becoming like, all right. Some people are already at that point. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I, a month I, I saw some people, the first patch that came out after the reworks or the reboots, people were like, dude, what the fuck? Why isn't Musa nerfed? It's like, bro. Well, it took down. them over a year to nerf suck uh, wizard. Yeah, right?
Yeah. I thought it was well, going to get nerfed on Labs. The, yeah. I think there's a likelihood Moose will get nerfed pretty soon. I no think way. they are going to get nerfed probably within like a month, right? But I think I would much prefer the meta we have right now over the meta where, you know, it was only Suggs, uh Wizard. That was powerful, right? And it, I think... I think Suck's uh, Wizard is kind of comparable to Musa, but I think we have it so much better is because our bottom uh, of the barrel classes got moved forward. Yeah, the the main thing I saw, the first node war we did with the reworks, I'm like, wow, I see like nine classes and all of them, I'm like, they could kill me. And I'm like, I could actually go and like, for the first time in like a year, I'm like, wait, if I went in here, I could actually kill them instead of just being like, I'm going to go in and be a bit tanky, but in. But, but it's like, no, I could I could actually go in and actually kill them myself. That's kind of sick. And it's like, it felt like everyone's a lot more threatening overall, which I think is good for large scale. I think, it, I think it's really good for large scale. It's just, no. I, I, I like it a lot. And just changing things up is just always good. Yeah. Um I don't know. Rose, you got you got anything else? Anything else? You, does anyone have anything they want to bring up? Any glaring issues? I feel like there was something else that I can't think of off the Yo, top of my head. My rampaging bug, man. Oh, I want to talk about pets. Um uh, Divios, I, I know you know pet. about this. <laughs> yeah, Tamer Pet, but there's also like so Divios, you did a little bit of testing and like the theory is yeah. well, what's the theory now? That that pets essentially scale with your accuracy and don't have accuracy or, or are they not even that's scaling what, either that's what it, it seems like it scales off your accuracy maybe i got lucky i mean but like when i was testing with a, a bunch of people with pets mm -hmm. the pets miss a lot and striker's clone ability it says it has 50 percent accuracy on it and there's no way i'm dodging 14 out of 16 hits right. on someone else that's like 830 accuracy with 50 percent bonus so right, right. There's definitely something wrong. All right, so so two things. One, um, we need to test it. All right, here, let me pull it up. But one, uh, we need more thorough testing. I, D Mike, you know D Mike, I think D Mike said that he and Big and Shiny are gonna test it and and see what they come up with. Um, but let's just say it does scale with your gear. Is that how we prefer it, or should they have fifty percent accuracy? Like, do you think it, it should, should scale with it your? Should, gear? It should definitely scale. Maybe not have maybe not zero percent, but they definitely should scale, right? In my opinion. So, in this clip, like, yeah, the clones are just completely whiffing from Hunter, and it's not like Hunter has no accuracy, he has his full gear on, right? Yep. I assume, yep, yep, that's his full gear. You get two, two out of two out of 16 hits, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, but that, I mean. See, he because he has some accuracy, it seems kind of odd that that many are missing if it scales with your gear. Because I did it on, I, like, it feels like it's like negative accuracy. It doesn't even feel like it's zero. It feels like it's negative accuracy. Because when I, because yeah, when, when I was doing it, I even, I just did it on him with him. When I could him, it, it was like missing more than half the time. It was like missing like majority of the time. And then when I put an accuracy off end, it was definitely hitting more, but it was still missing a lot. Right. That's what, at least that's how it felt. I think we didn't do like a, a a lot of tests, but we we tested like a couple classes and just like we're like, oh, these pets are definitely not hitting as much as they say they are. 
Yeah, I wonder if if it is end up, like if the accuracy's bugged so much that it's like borderline negative. I wonder if it's also missing in PVE. Cuz there I do see like witches and wizards and some some like Nova's complaining that in some PVE instances that it feels like really inconsistent. Mm, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely not fifty percent accuracy. We know that yeah, much, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> right? So like, I, so like, so no matter what, the tooltip is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Reezy, have you messed it all with like sinew cut or delighted to see if it's the same? Um, delighted seems a little inconsistent, but I haven't done like any concrete testings. It, it absolutely like melts people with evasion. So like, I'm pretty sure the accuracy is scaling properly, but I. I would need to like do way more tests than like what I actually did. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Same with Sinu Cut. Like it seems like they hit pretty hard on Kuno, so I don't know. They seem like they do still have their accuracy. Um, I haven't tested at all like swapping my gear though to see if like if I swap out the Dawns for something else and try to keep the same AP if if the damage changes, but I don't know. We'll see what big and shiny's test ends up being. Um yeah. and then Tamer just has like a bunch of other issues with their pet. They have all sorts of things going on with their pets that's not working. Yeah, like later that same day when I was I was testing with CP some more with clones, and he got Ace, who's like a DR warrior. He's like 401 DR. And the pots did, I mean, he, he dropped clones on me and him at the same time. The clones did 40% of Ace's health, and it did 150 damage to me. When we both didn't have pots on. Yeah, you're talking about Lord... Commander Ace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when we tested, we went down. We went down DP at one point. I went down to 360. So I'm 360 evasion, and another guy was 360 DR. He dropped clones on me. The wizard died, and I when I was I lost like a third of my health. <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't, it's there's some there's definitely something wrong. Uh, I don't know because at 360 evasion, there's no way I should be dodging much at all. Yeah, we'll we'll get a tooltip update finding out that something hasn't been working right for forever. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Rez or Nashi, is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up or, or did anyone else want to talk about anything maybe we didn't bring up since the reworks have come out? Yeah, do any of you guys have any topics you want to talk about? Because I think we're we're getting close to wrapping up here. You guys talk about the new crystals from Zone? No. You want to talk about them? I'm what are you, what are your thoughts on them? The the adamantines for all resists. Is that the ones you're talking about, or are you talking about and, the ignore resist ones? And the yeah. ignore allicus. Um, yeah, specifically the boot ones. Yeah, I don't think I'm necessarily a big fan, considering how uh, how resist works now. Like, yeah, people resist less, but at the same time, you know, you only throw one adamantine in your boot, and you're capped on KD resist. So I I feel like. What you're going to end up seeing is people like, hey, what two stats do I want to have cap CC resist on? And it's right. not going to be a fun experience. Yeah. Um, you know, the only ones would be like stiffs, floats, KDs. Those would be pretty, really good to uh, try to have max on just to up your chances at surviving a combo. I do think there's a lot of ways to get rid of it, though, also with the new Olicus, though. If you like, if you're. Like if if your CC like is really required, like you could have like there's two offhand gems, then there's two awakening gems. You obviously don't need all of them, but like choose like getting getting some of them, and I think would be like kind of obviously. I, I think don't you think just put. 
You just put Kudamon and you put Alucas while keeping Corrupted so you don't lose that much damage and you still have like 50 Ignore Resist of whatever CC you want to use. And they still have capped 80% so it'll still be 30. So you'd still be landing your CC 70% 70, 70 of the time. So I don't even think that'd be that bad. I just wish so I people, had a... People slot. don't stack CCs. I wish it, I had a slot for Ignora's crystals that wasn't offhand or awakening weapon. Well, that's the thing. So that's what I was going to say. While on one hand, Flannels, I am kind of concerned about those crystals. On the other, their demo that they showed of the light stones that go in the new artifact slots, one of them was ignore they all resist 8%, which is huge. That's huge. Yeah, which is... Wow. And that that's, was only no, one. It, it was ignore that's, specific resist, 8%. I say, that's that's great, but again, what are the other options that I'm sacrificing to run that ignore resist? Right. Like, I'm still yeah. going to be losing potential damage that I could have, and in yeah. a game where it's full super armor, and I can just kill people standing, why do I need CC? Like, my goal in this game is not to CC people. My goal in this game is to kill people. It's just, in the past, CC was the best way to get damage on people, and now it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely changed off of that. Well, what are you on? Like when we translated it the day of, like that particular screenshot, I'm pretty sure it was all res. I don't think that one was a specific resist from the ancient. Though the one that specific like was that the Alucas. I feel like I remember seeing it said knockdown resist when they showed it. I'll go look. Maybe yeah. yeah I don't. I don't know. I mean, we did have to deal with like a translation, so it might not be, because yeah. um, it was an image and not in text, so no one like officially translated, but. Um, but either way, at least like there's options. If it is specific resist, then it's kind of annoying. Um, but if it was knockdown, then it would have been knockdown and bound, right? Because like that seems to be the theme that they go with. Yeah, it'd be knockdown and bound. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like it, I guess it depends. Yeah, we haven't gotten to see what any of the other stats are really for the light stones, so. I, we saw HP, one of them was 150 HP, and then the other one was the ignore resist, so. Which, yeah, give me, like if you could potentially have an additional 600 HP from four light stones and oh have boy. to give up some Jesus of that because Christ. of you need ignore resist, is kind of like, fuck. It's a lot of HP potential. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I don't even know if that's the max stats because they said that you can enhance those up or down. And that's always been the issue with Ignorez crystals is like, okay, well, for my class, Kuno specifically, I have high crit on a lot of my core damage. So Corrupteds are really good scaling-wise for me. And I want to run the Holocaust because the attack speed is nuts. So by by going, um, you know, Ignorez, I'm I'm losing a lot. Yeah. And And these people who are going resist... They're just running one crystal on their right cap. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That, that, that is also a new Verkudum thing, though, too, as well. Yep. Because, I mean, when I'm walking around out of... out of B, like, like, when I'm buffed up, I have 50% all ignore before that would, if I didn't have anything in. Like, that's 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 already pretty good. And if I... I guess before, and obviously, like... Now with the passive, obviously I have thirty percent ignore grapple, so I basically grapples can't be resisted. And if I run, I could run ignore KD, and then I couldn't be KD resisted either or bound resisted. At that point, the only thing that you can resist for me is my mass, and it's like okay, well, just, it is it is different, obviously per class, but build yeah. all, build also is part of it. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. What, what are you guys hoping for the stats to be on the actual artifacts themselves? Because they showed an image that showed that the the artifacts themselves that go in the slots, that there's four different ones, and the only one that they showed was uh, the actual stats on was HP. the 10% BSR. No, 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 it was 10% BSR. The HP was the actual lightstone that goes inside the artifact. The lightstone, or the artifact itself was like 10%, plus 10% BSR, yep. which I guess kind of brings us to like the, the BSR changes that are happening. You, you can get 200 now. Yeah, you'd be able to get 200. <laughs> yeah, if you run Tungrad earrings. <laughs> yeah, <yep. laughs> yeah. I know. Well... I, I do want to ask, actually, that's a good one that I kind of forgot about. Some of the BSR changes on Global Labs, I know most of them are kind of PVE changes, but a lot of these are not PVE changes. Um, some of them are just straight up PVP buffs. The the Witch 100% is going to do more in PVP. The Kuno, both of their 100% are going to do more in PVP. Um, for some reason, Drastic Measure is actually a little bit less damage in PVP, but way more in PVE. Um, no, it, it's it should be like just looking at that screen. It should hit harder because you're hitting twice as many times. No, I know, but they they increased the reduction from thirty to eighty percent. Someone mathed it out. We were like drastic mathing it. Measure yesterday. went from yeah. drastic measure went from ninety three hundred to eight thousand. Yeah, so it's like literally actually doing less in PvP after oh, the okay, fact okay. for some reason. I it, so like. It seems like they want us to use our ults more often. Are you guys into that for large scale stuff? Like more yeah. alt plays? Mon I think it's good flips. Well, the, the, well, the thing is that not <laughs> is like, the thing is like now with the changes, right? But the problem was before, and this is something that's going to take a while for people to get. So yeah, some class of alts that just kill you, and you're like, okay, well, what's the like, like in terms of like the bad way where like, they, they, they kill the person casting it? Some of them are just useless. But. Now at this point, any alt that isn't just useless, like like because a lot of alts are just protected CCs that are like okay damage, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's a lot of alts. I like that. Like that's a that's a big increase for a lot of classes. And just because the, the problem is people think they they just have to get out of their mind that they need to actually kill people with their alt because it's not wounds. It, it, now that it gives you absorb, you don't need it doesn't need to kill them. It still gives you the crazy absorb after, so it's like, if you alt one or two people, th there is no problem with that because you're not missing out on your absorb doing it. Right. Where before it's like, if your alt your alt was either killing everyone and you use your alt, or it doesn't kill everyone and you're absorbing. Plus, it gives the but... wound too. So if you go like dot builds on top of the wound while they have like thirty percent HP left, it's actually really oppressive. And honestly, awakened striker with that attack speed on alt makes it like a hundred times better so <laughs> i'm have, i'm really happy with that as well because <laughs> just Sparkle, it always did damage just the problem is you, you get hit by any slow going into it you just didn't do anything because <laughs> it takes so slow i mean some ults animation lock you can get you killed i know yeah exactly some yeah some yeah, ults um, are just, just terrible and kill ninjas you. ninjas is awful <laughs> yeah like but like any alt now that doesn't that you're not going to probably die from is probably pretty good like any alt that you're not just like, yeah, I'm just dead if I do this. It's, it's yeah, I can see good. drastic alt being really strong because it's fast and it gives you the the Z buff. But I think suck ninja's alt is pretty weak. It just yeah. takes too long. If you take away I the think what they also need to do is, yeah. yeah, it probably should or allow you to cancel out of it like halfway through or something. Here's another thing that I was gonna suggest: the succession needs a way to dismount horses. They don't really have a really strong way. Yeah, using hundred percent BSR. 
That was really yeah, rough. Why don't they have? What's the reason behind Succession not having ten twenty five? My understanding. My understanding is the BSR skills are like awakening identity kind of type skills. Is what the original idea was when they first released them, the ten twenty five fifties. But it's true. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Kuno's defined by our twenty five percent sorcery sonin. People see that and they run for the hills. They're like, oh shit. Also, yo, another thing with pretend 2550s, man, why do some alts, like some BSRs, make your ability faster and, and then like some of them just may put you in slow mo? <laughs> I don't know. Leg drop? Like, Are you talking about leg drop? Yeah. <laughs> well, any of all three of Strikers, you put, they put you in slow mo. <laughs> it's because like, I don't I don't yeah. think they coded it because they what they're doing with the BSR ultis are they're adding more hits, but they're not changing the animation like yeah. uh, speed, right? At least so that we know. Hits, so yeah. How do you animate that? Yeah, so they just add more hits, so it makes the animation longer, but they don't. No, no, like, like my, my startup is longer. Like before, like like uh -oh. if you watch a striker do it, like it literally yeah. puts if you, complete slow motion. Yeah, it's it. not the it's not the animation; it's the wind up to the animation. Yeah. It's like way longer. Maybe it's, it looks uh, cool and remastered. That's all that matters. Yeah, because on other be... people's screen, it doesn't even look right. On other people's screen, it looks like I did a leg drop and then I slide along the ground for a second and then it lands. But on my screen, I'm just going in slow motion through the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, as far as Kuno, like I, I'm curious how Wheel of Wrath ends up feeling because the damage is going to be higher, but it does have it, the animation is so long that it's like super dangerous. Um, mm. Flash Slash in Succession feels decent as like a support skill, so it and it's getting like a little bit more damage. The thing is that sucks is Smoke Flash in Succession actually speeds up the alt, but we don't get the Rage Absorb buff if we Smoke Flash. That just sounds like a bug. But, yeah, but it consumes <laughs> your hundred. It consumes the hundred, yeah, but it doesn't yeah, give us the Rage Absorb, which is like that's uh, definitely a bug. Which is hilarious because it makes me think that they probably, like, if you smoke before Flash, it's, like, literally just recognizes an entirely different ability. And that's why it doesn't yeah, give you the Yeah, it's recognizes different entry that's, point. That's probably why, yeah, that's probably why it speeds it up. <laughs> so, um, but I, like, I like Kuno's succession all, Reezy. I don't know if you do, but I, I've always felt I like do. in group play it's actually pretty nice, even though it doesn't kill people anymore. Um, it would be better in a different meta. meta was oppressive. That meta was ridiculous. Yeah, oh it, it each was... pulse of the flash slash would kill like four people. Each. So yeah, part of the the skill was bugged back then. It had like forty hits per pulse or something. Like it was actually <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. That was nuts. So like you were literally spamming like forty ticks of CC every time you came down. It was like almost a guaranteed CC. BSR skills in general have some of that. Like they they actually just hit you out of an ability or they like almost force the ability to end in some cases it's it's really strange yeah that's what i was actually wondering with like oh them adding so many hits to something like striker alt striker alt when you you get hit by it with the change yeah. it's gonna hit you 34 times in like a second and a half it's just gonna yeah. like it, i don't that's know what that's disgusting. gonna it's, it's gonna like speed you up so much or yeah, like didn't they say that they were looking into fixing that i'm not sure what their like stance on it is at the moment they did at the at the idol ball like in the summer but it's still I doubt they have any progress on it. They said it's going to be hard. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the, I do kind of like the idea of the ulting. I'm just like, I don't know if I want, like, like, let's say I'm in a 60 man node war and there's 60 people on each side. I don't know how excited I am about the idea that all 60 people can one shot a group of people every once in a while. <laughs> you have to nerf the oh, that's, BSR that's why, that's what I'm saying, right? right? I just don't, that's why I don't, 
I don't think it's needed. Are you talking about 200%? No, no, no. I'm more talking like, because some of the 100% are actually just getting damage buffs. I mean, yeah. if it gets to a big enough point where it's a, an issue, they could add a cooldown to the 100% if they really wanted to. Well, well they just nerf specific alts. Because, like, the whole... I think the their, their point of it is, yeah, like, certain alts now... Like, ults that actually just kill people and give you the absorb, that's kind of crazy now. Like, Valkal is... Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the problem Why? is Valkal... Uh, Valkal is insane now. Yeah. The problem is Valkal is also one of those alts where if it doesn't kill people, then you, you just die. So it's... Remove rage Look. transfer, thank you. Larry, how how is Valk's succession alt? Yeah, they uh, could actually do that. That is, that is terrible. Um, so uh, it takes like three seconds to wind up, and it's a huge AoE JLL, so the blue lights from the sky. It, it, yeah. And it does a bunch of floats. It instant CC caps people, but yeah, it does no damage. <laughs> yeah. And you're sitting there for literally 10, 12 seconds. Yeah, like, you're, you're, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're stuck. Yeah. You're there for a long time. Yeah, preventing the, rage transfer. If the new ulti nice. meta comes out to be too strong, they could just make it so that you can't rage transfer in large scale. Yeah, that would be nice. So you, you can only use... Transfer. Why is rage transfer a thing? Just get rid of it. It's a lore thing, I think. Part of the story. I mean, until, until now, though, you just there's no way to do it 200% without it. But maybe yeah. when 200% is possible... <sighs> Just like buff some of the BSR yeah. like items so that you're not losing like so much stats to like build two hundred percent. It's just it's just tongue red earrings, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, it is. The, the earrings are like the the rings are good. The belt is good. The neck is good. The earrings are trash. I mean, you could also just make it like uh, a you have an alt on a thirty minute cooldown and just let everyone have access yeah. to it, and you don't need um. BSR. Whatever, two hundred percent to do it. What is, what is what does BSR do? Reduce the cooldown? No, I mean your BSR like just would. I don't know. I mean uh, would no, let I'm you. What, what what were the tongue grid accessories like? They'd be what, what the, well. I mean do? they'd be what they're doing now. I mean right now they don't give you to access to two hundred percent either. No, I'm no, I'm saying like what is a oh are you talking about just making two hundred percent just a thirty minute cooldown for everyone? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because right now, like, you, it doesn't do anything anyway. Like, if you go over BSR, it's mostly for, like, efficiency for PvE or for PvP. Like, you can stack up your ult a little bit longer, right? Like, that's one of the benefits. So you can use your ult and you already have, like, 20% towards your next one. Yeah. But, the yeah, the 200%, just remove rage transfer and make the 200% something you can just do once or twice a war. Yeah, but have you seen a Sugzerker with a 200% spin with a 200% <laughs> absorb? Oh that's, man, that, that happened to me last war. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's pretty. That crazy. one's cracked. I haven't seen that yet, but I, I imagine. Where's I, the where's the Oni clip? Man, I'm, I'll find it. The Oni clip, find it. Yes. I did get I to it. go test uh, Reezy. I went and messed with the the 200 clones because since it got buffed or whatever, and yeah, it it doesn't even kill. Like I can't even kill a person. It does less <laughs> yeah, damage. It's so useless. <laughs> it, it does less damage than just going like stomp clone. I don't understand why they put it on clone either. Like AoE is there you go. so the terrible. Right, Wait, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. That's just yeah. There's multiple. That's. Do you have the other one? That that clip's crazy for another reason. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> clip is just a, a zerker somehow living. <laughs> Not your average zerker. Oh no, what are those graphics that we're going to have to watch in that clip? <laughs> Full effects remastered.
What? <laughs> what? I can't even see what what is happening. Right. What are these graphics? Yeah, let me see this one. Hold on. Remastered. This is the more interesting. Specs, oh, opacity. Runescape mode. Yeah, this is this is full oh, remastered. I'm on the rock. Oh no! Was that Larry? Was that Larry? <laughs> I saw the kill no, Reezy too. So for for context, I guess from our side of things, uh, we'd been sitting in the base for like I think 20 or 30 seconds at this point, just eating FTS because there was like a double yeah. CTG play call. We were gonna CTG get wiped. Vertex was gonna go CTG, and we we're gonna see if we could make something happen with that because it was towards the end of the war. And then Oof. yeah, 200 percent <laughs> came through. I thought that um. I thought that the uh, that Oni was gonna go back to Kuno. <laughs> what is he on a Sugzerker for? Guess for that. Oh my god! <laughs> he wants the actual good spin. Dude, he needs to get a new graphics card, man. This one's busted. Yeah, these graphics yeah, are. Went, are we went from remastered full effects to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they're they're. Theirs is so nuts. Um. Wow. Uh. Yeah. So what? What about? Have you guys used your BSRs in PVE? I know, like, the, we haven't got the buff version, so some of ours are pretty shitty in PVE. But I assume, if you guys looked at the numbers, are is yours looking like it's going to be pretty good for PVE? Mine looks kind of nice. You kill like one pack, and then the rest of the packs you have your Z buff up, so it'll be pretty good. It, they have to speed mine up. Like, there's no point. Like, it just takes way too long. I'm standing there for nothing. They're already dead. And I have to stand 10 seconds and wait. Yeah, I, I feel like some of them, because the animations are really only going to be nice at, like, if you're at Olun Valley or a place or a boss, like maybe you're doing the dungeon or Tauros or something where you're actually sitting there for a while. Otherwise, like at Orcs or something, like, especially if you have a weapon, you're, you're one skilling a pack anyway, right? Where's yeah. Where's Valkyrie? Let me look at Valkyrie's so judgment of, of light. Yeah, it just like locks me in place for way too long. Might as well Z buff. I don't even know what what are these numbers on the Valk one? It's like Is it actually ten forty eight times hundred and eight? Is that what yours says on your tooltip? Or is this just miswritten? Uh, let me see what my tooltip says right 18. now. Oh, uh, mine I, I right now says 54 and 18. Oh, maybe so it's, it's 54 plus 18 total. 54 plus 18? What is yeah, the, Is this it, patch note just wrong? <laughs> yeah, that patch. It literally says it says 1048 times 108, or in level 2 is, yeah, is 969 is times 72. Yeah, that's wrong. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of... <laughs> Yeah, the Wheel of Wrath one is actually hilarious to me too because even in PvE, the first two hits do less damage right now than the normal two hits of Wheel of Wrath. And then the last hit is just like, okay, it's a little bit more, but still really bad. But the I'm new just one looks for it to miss hitting the entire pack like normal wheel still. <laughs> yeah, dude, but this new version, like at least the numbers look kind of nuts for PvE, but They're probably so still suck. But it's like at that point, why would you why would you be on awakening in the first place for PVE? Yeah, true. They buffed the suck striker one hundred men. That's sick. <laughs> it's it's a, such a dumb ability though, so I don't think you're still gonna use it. Prime wolf's hunger. It's basically he stomps the ground, it does damage, then he teleports forward, and he elbow checks you, and it stuns you, 
and then he uppercuts you and it knocks you down and does what a lot the of heck? It's like a Mortal Kombat combo or something. Yeah. The cinematic. It's a super. It, yeah, it, it's it like the fatality. Is a yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the Mystic 100% seems bugged right now. Have you run into this? Has anyone run into this? Yeah, that's a that's a roaring roaring tiger, right? No, they're about, they're uh, rising uh, dragon in awakening. The awakening one? Yeah, it's yeah. like ticking like a thousand times for some reason, just killing yeah, people from full the health. The dragon gets stuck in the ground and just keeps hitting people until they die. <laughs> it's like, actually it, hilarious. It, it, it's just there for like five <laughs> six seconds after the old ends. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we didn't get a whole lot of time to talk with uh, Heaton because he had to leave. But I am kind of curious. Someone's bringing up what? How are you guys feeling about Sorks in the meta right now? Because Sorks. We're already pretty strong and they they got a lot stronger and i know some people have kind of a, a pretty big problem with sorks um how do you guys feel sorks are in uh well I, starting with reezy and yellow in like aoa and 1v1 stuff but then also for large scale in aoa um i think they're like one of the, one of the best uh i think now that grabs are protected like they don't they don't quite have exactly the same presence they had before, but it's like, I mean, it's it's a class that's really really hard to catch unless you get a hard read on it, and even then you might not get the catch. Um, and they dump damage, yeah. and they can sit in any team fight basically. Like it's and, always yeah. going to be valuable. It's kind of like Wiz, where like assuming you have grabs covered in your team comp, you can throw it on a comp. It's gonna make it better. And with AOA rules as well, they're like they're the best class at stalling for time. They're the best mm -hmm. class at like winning two time because of like they have an, they have two easy to apply dots long range. One of their dots is MRP. very very long duration too. So if you want to time yeah. out HP, you can do that. Thirty six seconds. <laughs> yeah. Hey yeah. hey, we have one of those too. Right, Thirty on lunatic. I got to kill. second burn. I got a kill from that oh, in RBF the other day. God. Well, I think it's 25 damage on Lunatic. And randomly, like, I wasn't even fighting anyone. I just saw the kill thing pop up. Yeah. Sork <laughs> yeah. um, is, um, is one of those classes that you can't ignore. And at the same time... Um, you can't deal with her. Yeah, like, you just, it's so hard to deal with her. So if, you have a, if you're a really skilled Sork player, you can literally just survive three minutes every round and always be a threat to any target. Especially a target that doesn't have much mobility, like like some kind of caster or uh, maybe a ranger. They always have to be focusing you. When I was doing AOA with Amora, our 2v2 comp felt like really, really, really stupid. And this was pre-rework. Like, I can't imagine how stupid that comp is now <laughs> post-rework. Yeah. I mean, what... Yeah. what... Meta's changed. Well, New Amora era. wouldn't appreciate the Sork nowadays. He thinks oh, it's... no, he hates it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's too dumbed down, knowing him. So yeah. what is the uh like what is the change that you you guys think or should there be a change? Like what what do you, what would you change to Sork if you could, yeah? I mean it's just a protections yeah. issue. Like it's kind of the same thing for every class. Like okay, their one second iframe cooldown is like super strong, but like they could already kind of do that before with um the AD yeah. uh you know, absolute darkness uh crap that they were doing. So it's like, okay, well do you do you change another ability? Do you nerf the iframe itself? Do you make, you know, GRJ bond forward guard? Do you make Soul Reaper forward guard? Like, this is a bunch of stuff you could do, but at the end of the day, it all boils down to protections. Yeah. I That's think they I made... 
I think they made Slurk too reliant on Bond Core Grim Reaper and too reliant on Awakening for damage. That the pre-awakening is literally you go into pre-awakening for either iframe or two floats. You don't use pre-awakening unless it's for a buff or something. Well, and that's kind of it makes it really rough for for Sork because they have to play an awakening for damage output. Maybe they can they can throw like DODs like it's like CC fishing and stuff like that, right? Which is understandable. But I think if they have more of a pre-awakening kit, it allows them for more. Yeah, I think awakening awakening is just Grim Reaper. It's like mainly what you do it for, or what you use the damage output for. Grim Reaper to Karshan. Yeah, that I mean that's the reworks in general kind of did that to a few classes. Like yeah, Awakening it, it was a, like that. Yeah. You really don't want to use pre awaken much at all, except for like maybe mm-hmm. Red Moon, maybe a D bite and four blind thrust, and that's basically it. Um, even the arrow play for for most players, they don't really care for, it, even though it is technically in a sense buffed for. Stub arrow play, just not for the other utility arrows. But uh, yeah, it's it dumbed it down. I think uh, Sork is just like uh, same kind of thing as like Musa. Like Musa's awakening Musa is like extremely protected. Like they can throw out damage for days, being fully protected. The difference is Sork is iframe oriented, and they don't have as much. As much trade damage as Musa does is the main difference. But Sork got a lot of protections out of it in the combination of iframe and super armor. Yeah, turn turn back. I feel like turn back is like sleeper. Like it getting two additional hits. Their their ten percent BSR turn back hits so hard. And no one, I don't know, even know if people realize how hard that skill hits. Um, like I don't, I don't know if you like nerf shards too. If that even does anything at this point, not with the new super armor skill they got. Yeah, uh, that's the thing, right? It was like before you used your shards for a bunch of different things, and so you had to manage stamina because if you ran out of stamina, you'd use your shards, and if you were using your other abilities, throwing out discs or grim or carshins, you would have to spend your shards now you don't so you like you just keep getting shards back and continuously iframe regardless of your stamina mm-hmm. and you get a lot back like i mean dream of doom's giving you like 24 engulfing's giving you like 19 um i don't even know does the new skill give them shards it probably does i imagine uh, i don't actually know soul reaper gives shards so it's like i don't know it's it's really difficult it seems like there's no opening i mean it's a similar feeling i feel against Sakuno with the flash slash movement where it's just like I'm just gonna sit in this fight forever and if I try to do like a hero play then I'm the one at risk <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> I don't know there was definitely a period where I mean you used to see right like anytime you'd watch Sork or fight a Sork you'd, they'd have to stop and chill for like sit yeah, in their block a breather period. yeah and hope that you don't go behind their frontal while they're blocking or they use Karshan's nightmare and they're like hoping you don't grab them, but now it's just like I don't even know, do they how often do they have to even go into Karshans to prevent themselves or to get stamina back? Like it's like less and less these days. Maybe that's something they should do, like lock stamina re- regen on uh, Karshans. I don't know. Maybe they could do something with Nightmare as well, because I mean that's that's always Dude. been their thing as well, is they reset all their cooldowns again with Nightmare. That's the thing that's crazy to me is I, I that random ass change a few months back where Nightmare just lasts five seconds and Requiem lasts five seconds. It's forever. Like I, I tagged a Sork 
for four minutes and I was like, we went into a Castle Ruins RBF before we got the new version and it was like, we, I was on a team that was just losing super, super hard and I was like the only person, I could just go right outside of the spawn and go 1v10 and then every time like I got low on stamina, low on cooldowns, just going to Nightmare. And it's like, because it's a 20 second cooldown, when you go into it, it's like five seconds get eaten from it and then the flow another five seconds eaten from it and then you're like back to square one you just like have everything back up again it's crazy it, it the amount of time wasting that skill or that class has is insane um last before before we head out is uh corsair meta is gone it seems um do you guys think corsair is still good for large scale stuff uh, uh, suck Corsair, not as much, because they got a heavy nerf on their iframe skill, the Whale, where she can sit in it and just trade. Um, it's now super armor, so if you see a Corsair doing that, you just throw damage at her, and you'll probably out-turn. <laughs> yeah, they'll just straight up die. Uh, Awakening Corsair still hits pretty hard, um, but I haven't seen many Corsairs, honestly. I've seen one, I think, at war. I think Awakening's still pretty strong, but yeah. Yeah, I think Succession's kind of... Rip. Is Nuke still on suck, Divios? He is. How does he feel about it? He he's saying he basically has to throw his whales like other range skills. <laughs> Feels bad. And when you suction, chucking you to, whales at people, man. And, you, and your suction is just like you just you suction and then like instantly I frame out. You don't let like you don't come out ever. All right, you don't let the damage play out because you're just gonna die. Yeah, I have returned. It's a long walk. Welcome, welcome back. Did you lose power? I did lose power, but it's uh, back on now. Welcome back, man. Welcome back. Just in time for the ending intro. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, we we're gonna we we're gonna outro. I, I want to thank everyone for coming on, especially the people I know. It was I was I was trying to tell everyone like, yeah, we only really need you for 10, 15 minutes, but if you want to stay long, because I don't want you to feel obligated. I know sometimes these things go long. Um, yeah. And it was just supposed to be for fun. So thank you guys so much for if you stuck around, and and thanks to everyone who came on. I appreciate all of you guys very much. Um, yeah, thanks everybody who having us, man. Was here till the end. Appreciate you guys, especially. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Sam. Yeah, man. Looking forward. I'm gonna always be picking your guys' brains on stuff. Um, as we get changes, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And Sounds looking good. forward to AOA and seeing some of you guys at the top. Um, Larry, thank you for coming in. I know it was kind of last minute. Raiden wanted you to talk about succession stuff since he doesn't play it. Yeah, no problem. And we do apologize so for not having a succession Musa. We just, we just don't know one. There's, there's, they don't exist. <laughs> they really don't. Yeah. But I would say that this was a good time. I'm glad that everybody was able to, uh, to make it. We had a bunch of maybes that ended up, uh, being able to make it. So that's awesome. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for, uh, for showing up and all that stuff. I guess we'll, uh. Three-year anniversary. I guess we should thank all the viewers, huh? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, um, all the uh, all the viewers, everyone that's you know supporting yeah, the podcast. We really, do it's not actually it. our three-year anniversary. Our actual three-year anniversary was like a month ago. Um, but sure. right, it was two weeks because, ago, right? Because we made the awful the decision to start a podcast in the middle of December and like the peak holiday like time. 
Uh, we had to end up de delaying it and all that stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, thanks to everybody who's watched and listened over these uh, three years. Um, thank you to all the guests that have come on, not just today, but all the guests that we've had on uh, over the years. Uh, we started off with guests that were just our friends that we wanted to <laughs> that we wanted to just hang out with. And, uh, you know, now we get to bring on some of the best PVPers in the game and, and pick their brains about it. And that's because of all the people that, uh, you know, enjoy this this content and this medium, this kind of long form discussion. So we really appreciate everybody for supporting us over the years. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, links for every I'm going to get links from every single person, Twitch streams, YouTube channels, all that kind of shit. I'm going to go dig deep and, and find everything I possibly can. If you want to, to, to find more of somebody that we had on this episode, you can go down in the description and it's going to be down there somewhere. I promise you it's going to be down there somewhere. Um, of course, you can find our links as well in the description. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA for Nayashi. Twitch.tv slash NotRizLar for myself. And of course, Twitch.tv slash SoFrosty for Frosty. Uh, streaming almost every day. And uh, of course, the podcast on usually Saturday mornings. Make sure to join the Discord to get any updates if we're going to be uh, delaying or having any events or things like that. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, Nayashi, Frosty, you guys got anything else? No, that's it. Thank you guys so much for coming on, man. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you guys again. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you all next week. Bye.